Hey, let's get down to it, boppers. Hey, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Brand new phone numbers. If you're calling from the panhandle, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The Four Corners. Uh, give us a call. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And Bakersfield. A brand new number. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now... Uh, the new season just jumped all over our ass today. I didn't wear a, a, a jacket, and I'm walking to work, and it's just uh, football cold out. It's terrible. I hate it already. You were one of the people who cried over the summer and <laughs> worried about August and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and here it is as we're into this new, chilly, wet, awful season. Uh, I just hate it. It's, yeah. Why? Why? Why can't there be any middle fucking ground in life? It's just there one isn't. fucking extreme to there another. Isn't. You're exactly right. Though. There's <laughs> no middle ground. It's like if you want to be involved in a war or not. That the seasons are now a war. All right. The Ron and Fez show. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Football starts this week. I believe tonight is going to be our draft. Very exciting. And it's a keeper league. We've never done this before. Very exciting. Each team is keeping nine players. What? Well, you know, this is what's really funny about our league. I noticed when, when we floated the should we do a keeper fantasy football league, every single person was like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, why are you so <laughs> invested in your team? Every single person. But I think that gives you a continuity to life. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing worse than if you're like, during the season, and you're like, yeah, Chris Brown's, Chris Johnson scored. And you're like, oh, fuck, I had him last year. Yeah. Because that happens all the time. Right. I'm living and dying with Ray Rice right now. That's you're a Ray Rice man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you have to keep... Because no, I no. went back and looked at my roster. It's a family of strangers. I don't know. I looked over your roster, too, and I see no reason for you to dump out. Now, Fezzi, uh, today and for this season, I think you need to dedicate your season to Leroy Selman, uh, the only, only Hall of Famer from Tampa wow. passes away. And I thought that I, I came into that. I'm like, I bet we hear some kind of Leroy Selman song, some kind of tribute to Leroy Selman. But you're not even on this at all. I see you're wearing the orange. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're that, wearing the old orange. The old uh, creamsicle colors that uh, Leroy Selman wore. Never all, thought of that as a creamsicle, but you're right. All-time sack leader of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 78 and a half sacks. Warren I, Sapp didn't hit that number. Right. Well, Warren Sapp was never near the fucking football player. Leroy Selman was. Uh, when you go to Canton, the uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they put kind of the retired uniforms all together, you know? Nice. So you take a long pa walk past the Packers and stuff like that, and there's just one little lone thing oh. there. 
There's this one little lone statue for Tampa, which I think I'd kind of rather be. I'd kind of be like, I'm the only fucking person who belongs here. That's right. Fuck everybody else. So, um, not an old guy, right, Fez, in his 50s? 56 years old. Had 56 a, years young, I'd like to say. Yep. Had a stroke, passed away two days later. Too much barbecue sauce? It could be. That man had the best barbecue restaurant in the Tampa Bay area. Which is... Salmon. Faint praise. It's not exactly a, a barbecue haven. Um, and just the stuff he did off... I mean, beloved in the Tampa Bay area. They named the Expressway after him. Where is that at? That uh, runs through Tampa and out towards, like, um, towards Brandon and then Lakeland. So, um, by the way, you said beloved, right? Yes. Why isn't that just beloved? I don't know. Why do we got the ED, like, a beloved on that? I guess maybe it's only used for the dead, so it's in past tense. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Anthony. Anthony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, Fez, I was wondering if, to pay respects, are you going to put a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer shower curtain in your bathroom for the season? I'm going to give away a little behind the scenes here. Fez just took that curtain down. And that's a fucking true story. That is true. And I was kind of, he's trying to mature up a little bit. And by the way, he's had the same curtain. And I'm not even fucking lying about this. Ten years running. Ten years of the same shower curtain, which is gross. But do you, did you feel like that was a jinx? Um, I thought about it where it's like, all right, the curtain came down and we lost Leroy. Probably not a good sign. Okay. Um, let's go over here to uh, Bob. Bob, you're on Fez. Uh, Ron, selling a million bucks. Pepper, buck hey. 380. Fezzy, salmon golden today. Okay. Uh, I got a number one. What do you got? It is uh, primetime Sam Roberts' birthday today. He is 44 years young. Now, uh, Sam Roberts, we played the Macy Gray because it's the closest thing we had to Sam Roberts' hair. So that was... That was a little something. I guess that got over the Leroy Selman. Yeah. Because I thought that maybe we'd do, like, bad, bad Leroy, and then we could drop in a Selman, <laughs> and it would have been really nice, and Fez could have taken the curtain and run down the hall with it. Oh, shit. And made it exciting. I heard this. I heard your sister was here over the weekend. Yes. And you blame that on Leroy's uh, death. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just seemed like everything was moving in a wrong position, and that led to Leroy passing away. Well, I don't because understand. That's an unnatural the, death to go at fifty-six. The, but the, the, you're not tying it together. Why would your sister come to visit for the weekend? Make Leroy Selman die. Um, it was just it, maybe you didn't say this at all. I heard it from my chick where she said. Uh, to me, because she went to visit your sister, that you then said, every time someone visits, uh, we get a death. But maybe oh, she just made that up. Jesus. She's crazy sometimes. Oh, no, I didn't say No, that. she's crazy. She's just out of her mind. She's nuts. Uh, and then I put you on the fucking spot, and I shouldn't have. All right, it is the uh, Ron and Fez show. Let's go over here to... Uh, Charlie, Charlie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie, this is very embarrassing. My boss is standing in front of me, but I have to know, do you support your church, Westboro Baptist Church, against Kevin Smith, or do you, you know, a uh, 
Uh, do you support your friend Kevin Smith? Well, it's quite embarrassing with my well, boss standing here. Well, tell me what exactly is happening with them because I know it's got to do with the movie Red State. Exactly. But why are is Westboro uh, mad at him? Because I know in the movie they went out of the way to say this is not a Red State. I think Westboro is still going to sue him. And as you know better than I know, they're all lawyers. They're so, so happy. They, they 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 will not take a lawsuit. They know they're going to lose. They don't do, they don't do lawsuits just for press. The way they make their profit is the lawsuits. Well, if I was them, I'd be proud because uh, you know you have Melissa Leo, John Goodman, uh, Michael Parks. Did you see the film Red State? No, no, I have not seen it yet. Um, here's my prediction. No, here's my hope. I won't. I'll, I would never make this uh, prediction. Michael Parks is due a long overlooked Oscar nomination. Wow. Uh, he was phenomenal in this film. I mean, he was perfect so much. I can't imagine the film without him. And uh, I think he's been one of those guys that every time he's done something in his career, it's been great. So I'd like to do that. And if there needs to be a sit down, we haven't talked to. Uh, our friend from the Westboro uh, in a long time, and maybe we ought to try her this week, Hicks, to see if we can't, you know, work this thing out in advance. Link back in, see what she's up to. Worry. That is what I consider, and you know, my faith is not completely there, you know, because I pen Gillette on the show. But if I was going to be any religion, it would be Westboro Baptist. Wow, I love parody songs, and the girls do such a great job with it. Um. X, where do you go, Westboro or Kevin Smith? I'm gonna go. I'm on Kevin's side. Really? That's right. Yeah. Against on, my church. I'm Paul. I know. I know. This is crazy. And you know, Shirley will hopefully be on later this week. Surely you must be kidding. No. But you know, they actually did go out of their way to say this is not the Westboro. I mean, yeah. even to the fact of, uh, what are you talking about, Westboro? No, not those guys up in Kansas. What <laughs> <laughs> crazy? No, this is a different church. Yeah. And we're in a different state. Duh. So I don't know how they would win this one. Now, I do hope that they show up with signs that say stuff like, fuck, suck. <laughs> oh, I hope that they do something at Leroy Selman's funeral. Oh, they, they could very well get down there. They have long arms. I So did he. And that's why he was able to block so many passes and stop the run. But um, I wish that they would... Uh, they would fucking go there and just have a thing of like, just a sign that says, fuck you and your sauce, oh. or now you're eating ribs in hell. Okay. Something that lets people know um, that God is watching us from a distance. It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This is the unofficial first day of fall. You can feel it in the air. Ugh. It's cold. It's nasty. Um... And there's not a lot we can do about it. Here's our buddy Greg. Greg, you're on the Run of Fest show. Oh, hey, boys. Uh, yeah, I watched Red State over this past weekend, and uh, I got to tell you, I hope Kevin Smith continues to make movies because that might have been one of his best ones I've seen, probably the best one I have seen. It was fucking creepy, good fun, and I would highly recommend any Run of Fest fans to check it out. I think they would love it. Awesome movie. Uh, well, I'm going to leave it up to Westboro Baptist Church. I don't go out of my way to watch stuff. By the way, it is uh, on demand now, so you can see it before it, it hits the movie theaters on its more, uh, wide release, um, it is tough for me to go against the spiritual 
um, desires of my church. And here's the other thing. I wasn't even born Westboro Baptist. Really? Yeah. Convert? I guess in my own way. Convert or convict. It doesn't really matter, does it? Sort of. The fact is, uh, it's good. Uh, Tamir Manifest. Hey, Ronnie B., what's up? Two things. Thank you so much for the Robert Duvall interview last week. Oh, great. I, I, went, go, I went by this weekend. I saw Lonesome Dove on American Movie Classics, and then I saw Get Low, Great Santini, and The Apostle, man. What you had a hell of a weekend. Actor. You had a hell of a movie weekend. Oh, now, no. we got into this. What do you think is his greatest role? I, it's so hard to to call that because he was so different in every single role. Yeah, he is. I, I, I guess out of the few movies that I've seen, and I'm still a, a rookie. I, I, I guess in, in the Apostle, because the hell of a role. He was yes, hell of a role. Crazy, out of his mind, bad shit. But he still had a message, and that's what was important about it. And, uh, and quickly, Ronnie, my second point. Did you see Breaking Bad this weekend? Um, no, I haven't seen it yet this weekend. Another good one? Oh, my God. It, 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 they, they brought back Stephen Bauer, oh. uh, Manolo from, from, uh, yeah. from uh, Scarface. He played, he played the, the Mexican drug lord boss. And they had a similar scene to Scarface. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But Too late. Possibly, possibly, possibly could be an Academy Award episode. This, this Breaking Bad that just passed. Well, Got they've been dominating... Thanks, dude. They've been dominating some of the Emmys lately. Um, it's a hell of a show. Now, we talked about uh, Thursday being the uh, first football game of the new season. Uh, this is your last week to get in on our football pool. That's right. And even if you put in on it, since we got such big prizes, you got to say to yourself, you know what? I think I should put my kids in it, mm -hmm. and then I'll take the prizes. I'll put my in it. Then I'll take the prize. Exactly. Get fucking multiple. Come on. Get that spread. There's going. nothing like having something where you feel like you're gambling and you haven't put up any money. But that eliminator alone will keep you nice and frazzled on a fucking weekend. Oh, it's fucking intense. And when you think you got a lock and it doesn't go your way, it oh, it's fucking depressing at times. It never, yeah. You having a lock means the door's wide open and fucking <laughs> slapping back and forth. The wind is just blowing. It charges last The wind year. is just blowing. So head on over to 202 Friends um, and click into it. Uh, jump on onto this. Now, Sunday, our opening day, it's 9-11. Uh, and uh, uh, Rex, footy, Ryan says that he feels more pressure on that day to win the game for the victims of 9-11 than any game he's ever been involved in, which I kind of believe it since he's dropped two AFC championships in a row. Uh, but this, to him, is the biggest of his entire career. Uh, that's It's pretty gigantic, just coaching in New York for this, but I don't know how the players I don't the know same. if it's all that gigantic. I mean, it just uh, it's not tied in with football in any way, and it's not going to make people feel uh, any worse or any better uh, about that anniversary. It doesn't have to, I don't think. People just want to fucking put it on themselves. They want to be more pressure. They want to be part of the 9-11, 10th anniversary. If he wins that game and then yells out, we did it, we did it for the 9-11s, he's going to look stupid. 
It's going to come up, you know, and immediately after the fucking goddamn game is over. I hope he does it. Oh, seriously. It will come up. It's going to be a st It's going to be crazy to hear him talking about it. For his sake, I hope he just is fucking sitting there with a sneaker and he's sniffing it <laughs> and saying, this is the only thing that excites me. Well, it's one laughs the other doesn't. I don't know. I'm killing with half the room and not at all in the other. But go ahead, Fuzzy. It's not going to uh, like change the the meaning of the date where it's like you know that really bad thing happened on September 11th, but also that really good thing when the Jets beat the Cowboys. Well, I'm all for beating the Cowboys though, no matter what. I would wrong. fucking seriously cheer for the Taliban if they were playing the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Does that make me less than a patriot? I don't know. I feel like it makes me more patriotic since Philadelphia was the first fucking capital and we hate those pricks. No one likes Jerry Jones. You'll be fine. It has nothing even to do with Jerry Jones. He's just the latest in the hated. <laughs> hated him long before Jerry Jones. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Um, by the way, the Kardashians are over at Shade 45. Uh, do we got enough open spaces here for, for me to see the Kardashian ass? You know, that one corner has me a little nervous. I'll take care of it, just uh, Yeah, case. get it all nice and open me up uh, so I get a full view. All right, Zito's getting that for me right now. And, all right, so now their, secure, uh, their security is just staring at me in a bad, bad way. Just watching. Just watching, dude. What the hell's their he's, problem? He's sitting there laughing, going, look at these assholes. As we open up the windows, just to see uh, the world's most famous Escobar. But uh, is there any way that we can replace these windows with magnifying glass? Do we have enough time? I don't know. I think it takes like heat. To um, our league is set up as the tits and ass league. I'm mm -hmm. in the ass league. Hicks, your tits league. I'm tits. Uh, doesn't mean that we won't get to play each other, but no. probably not twice. <laughs> um, is there any reason... That Blowhard has not been contacted. Is he? He's still in our league. I know. Why aren't you guys? Why won't anybody look me in the eyes here? Why won't anybody look me in the eyes when I'm talking about Blowhard? Oh well, you know, Blowhard and I have a beef after that last phone call of his, and I was not very happy with him. I'm welcoming him into the league. I fucking want a piece of that. Is old there man. any reason that you're trying to keep him out of the draft tonight? Well, you know, hey, if it's auto pick. Big fucking deal. Thank you. Sorry. No, I don't like it, but thank you for being a guy who steps up. <laughs> I do admit you are fucking finally admitting the truth. Uh, that goes down tonight. This is going to be the most important draft of your life. We're all keeping nine players. Oh. So that last bench that we all pick for is going to be nerve-wracking. I'm going to need some alternates during those bye weeks. Uh, is he Dave uh, aware? He is aware, yes. I talked to him yesterday and walked him through signing up through ESPN.com. His team is still called the Unknown Unknown. <laughs> it's the Blue Blazer almost. Um, let's go over here to Pitsy in Boston. Hey, Pitsy. Hey, Ronnie. I wonder if you want to make a little friendly bet. I think Randy Moss is going to be on the Patriots. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> really, I don't care. I know Tiki Barber, the barber of the harbor, had nobody look at him. Nope. Nobody took even the slightest interest in the barber in the harbor. No one cares. He's, well, he fucked himself. Well, he didn't so much as fuck himself, is that he's 36, and he hadn't played in four years, and he's just desperate for money, 
and nobody wants that fucking sideshow. I guess, but I think he just sullied himself. Oh, well, I guess if Plaxico get fucking rehired with the Jets after shooting himself. Plaxico's not 36. Yeah, he's, yeah, I got um, some. And he also didn't prove to be a quitter. The government made him quit. He would have loved to have stayed. Yeah. And that mystery man Bloomberg put him away that he didn't no clue who was. No idea who the mayor was in the town that he was playing at. No idea. Uh, crazy. Now, did you see the thing in Australia with the shark biting the person in half? Yes. That showed up everywhere, and it frightened a, a nation. Even though it did not happen in our country, uh, a nation is frightened. I'm going to give you a quick update. It looks like the girls are done over there, oh. and they're going to be walking back out. Um, is Kim, it's Chloe, and who else? Courtney. Courtney. Maybe I don't follow them enough, but I'm only really aware of who Kim is. Yeah, that's the only one I, you know. The rest of them, it's like the Supremes. It's like Kim and the Supremes to me. Yeah. I know one of them has like a crazy boyfriend. One of them is married to an NBA player. That's not Kim. One of them is not Kim. Is well, what makes the boyfriend so crazy? What did he do? Apparently he's a drunk and a liar, and he just constantly gets hammered and talks a bunch of crazy shit. Well, then he's living large being in that family, right? <laughs> um... He looks like uh, Bateman from fucking American Psycho. Now, they don't seem... All right, who's this coming through the door? That's Courtney. She's adorable. Oh, yeah. She's very, very cute. They're all taking pictures with Sway, I believe. I don't blame them. Boom, 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 boom. Kim will be next. Did you ever wake up too fine? I wonder why they need a big security guard here. Who's he protecting them from? Al-Q? Possibly. I mean, it seems like he could wait at the door. I doubt if Sway is going to attack any of the Kardashians. The guy in the green shirt's really fucking... All right, that is... Which one was that that, that was, was up? Courtney. She's really cute. Yeah. Here comes Chloe and Kim. Uh, and Morrow. All right, Kim is wearing a fluffy dress, which is kind of uh, disappointing. More than kind of. Come on. Y'all know why you're here. Okay. I was just trying to fucking save myself a little bit. But yes, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> and if she was doing our show, I would say, I'm sorry, we can't have you on today. Excuse me, miss. You have to turn right around. Mm. Well, the reality TV cameras come up here with her. The serious. Boy, Rose uh, still attacking. Whoa. Saying somebody, uh, Baby Cakes Craft said, no power for a week. I can't begin to describe how excited I am to listen to Ron and Fez today. And then Rose says, you didn't miss much. Oh, God, that really hurts, Nasty Rose. attitude. Well, because you started a fight with her. But here's what I hate. I hate the fact that, no, Hicks and I are part of that. Yeah, we're like, just... We got dragged into it. <laughs> Well, now I'm a little bit like, Ro, what did I do to you? Yeah, really. You were getting me the one. You're the, I'm the one getting the cheese. Yeah, that's it, Zito. Seal it back up. Good idea. <laughs> Seal it up like the rest of my disappointment. <laughs> Take that fucking curtain and wrap it around my head. No. No. All right, I might have a new favorite uh, Kardashian. The Courtney? Yeah, now who's she with? Is she with the drunk or the NBA player? She's with the drunk. Well, let me pull her up. He's a lucky drunk then. Yeah. She's just a tiny little thing. She's yeah, like she, a teardrop. She's very, very little. 
There's Courtney. She looks like Kim there. Yeah. What is their background? Is like a Lebanese thing? The Lebanese, yeah. Like a, so so they all excited about the... Oh, no, that's Libya. <laughs> I just fucking showed my own racism. <laughs> I'm like Cat Williams Jr. Oh, no. Uh, lots to talk about today on the... Uh, Here's the drunk boyfriend. Looks exactly like American Psycho. I can't see him too good, though. Yeah, he does look like American Psycho. Now, he looks like he's as tiny as she is. They're like fucking... He's a little man. Little drunk man. Yeah. Maybe he's not so much a drunk, he just can't fucking handle liquor. It's just a thimble of fucking vodka. He's gone. Um, a lot of stuff coming up over the weekend. Maybe we'll play a little bit of the Cat Williams stuff. I am also going to get into a story about where uh, Ant called me 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and I'm not, I hope I am... Uh, not, well, I'm not going to tell a thing. I'm not going to talk out of school here. But I think he was drinking a little. You think? In the back of my mind, I think he's drinking again. Again, he stopped. Well, he's got to sleep, so that counts towards a chip. <laughs> he's got an eight-hour chip when he lays down at night. All right, to start. Um, well, this leak thing is fucking important to me. I don't know. After last year's debacle oh. of me losing, playing my worst fucking game in the, um, I guess at that point it would have been the Tits Championship Playoff against Kathleen from the Bronx. Unbelievable. Who acted like she didn't care whether she won or not, but I know she was very, very happy. Ugh. No, how could you not? It's fantasy football. The most important thing in the whole planet. Probably. I love it. God knows I'm not good at it, like every other thing that I gamble on. Um, let's go over to Bill in Knoxville. You're on fest. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I know you guys do the typical fantasy league where you yeah, get we points will. for yards and everything. Yeah, what's your problem? I, I suggest going, the route we go, we just use points, and it's a hell of a lot easier to pay attention to it. If you go into Monday Night Football and you're down by six points, and your kicker's playing, you know all you need is two field goals and an extra point, and you win. So wait, you're only going by touchdowns? Yeah, well, yeah. If a wide receiver catches a touchdown, they get six points. Kicker kicks a field goal, they get three points. This suddenly uh, makes the fucking kicker far and away the most important <laughs> fucking person in your league. That's the embarrassment. Fuck Why that. not just have a kicker's league? And we'll sit around well, and draft fucking the, kickers. The, the quarterbacks still get to, you know either two or three touchdowns a week, the better ones, and then, uh, you know, it... First of all, we're not sitting there with with fucking, you know, slide rules trying to figure out our scores. No. We've got the computer to do it for exactly. us. Exactly. I love seeing a fucking big score. It's fucking, this seems cool. I don't know. It's like 175. Yeah. And then you also decide, let's suppose your receiver scores an 80-yard fucking touchdown. That's worth a lot yeah, more points that's right, exactly. than if the fullback fucking pushes himself in for fucking a touchdown from the one-inch line. I love that shit. Now, no matter what happens, what scoring happens, I'm going to be unhappy with it because I can't win every week. <laughs> it's very, very frustrating. Do you have anyone that you in our league that you absolutely hate to lose to? Um, hate to lose to Blowhard? I don't want to lose to fucking Zito either. I know. In that, our league, Zito is the most hated. I fucking, last year, the first time I played Zito, Romo breaks his fucking goddamn clavicle or whatever the fuck. Here's the funny thing about Zito's team. 
He's an all or nothing guy. He mm-hmm. was 133 points or fucking 52 <laughs> points. Yeah. I don't know what kind of fucking roller coaster he was on last year. But it seemed like he only had a big game when he was playing me. It's fucking unbelievable. And then he would play Mikey Boy and he would lay down a nap. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Bow, 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 bow. I don't like to lose to Earl because Earl could go have an 0 13 season. Earl could surprise you this year, though. He could surprise you. His problem is that the only reason why Earl is bad is because that he forgets to replace people when they're fucking injured or yeah. whatever. Yeah, on bye weeks, it's, his entire fucking shit's gone, and he has like four defenses or some crazy shit. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking mongoloid. He is a mongoloid. Um, by the way... Um, Fez, I am definitely going to fucking scream at my chick for turning me in the wrong direction on that thing that you said over the weekend. Oh, no, I that mean, was no, me. Please, don't even say that. Don't fucking get involved. I am going to fucking scream at her. Well, she has it coming, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll wake the kids up for this one. Oh, shit. My children now are, th- are, are three and five, and it's just a perfect age. That's a great age. It is, isn't it? Wow. It's just like they're asking those funny questions. Yeah. But, you know, at least the fighting might probably maybe weird them out. I don't, I don't think so. I think they just, uh, they'll forget about it. Well, I guess they're young. <laughs> and then the maybe they learn the most important lesson, don't fuck with dad. That's good Don't to lie to the fucking dad about something the Fez said that was hilarious. Because when I see that blank look in his face, then I fucking, I take that home with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so plenty to get. Oh, I wanted to go back to this fucking shark story. So the shark gets bit in half. It gets uh, bites a guy in half. It gets tremendous amount of TV play. And you know you're watching the news. What would you do if you were riding the boogie board and you got bit in half? You know, obviously, you're like you're like, oh, that's awful. I don't want that. And it's in the newspapers and it's everywhere. A guy bit in half as he's on the other side of the world. Uh. What doesn't get any play, locally, mind you, is the fact in New York City over the weekend, there were 47 shootings. Yeah. 47 <laughs> fucking shootings in one weekend. They were popping off. And the, that uh, that uh, West Caribbean parade did not help anything, since there was about eight shootings, eight people got shot there. That I know there was a party that kind of fucking yeah. helped out a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. But it seems like people in New York, are now waking up in the morning, walking outside with a gun and just shooting at each other to get the f- fucking bagels. That's right. And then, then last night, to, to just top it all off, a couple of cops got shot. <laughs> no. Did they say why the cops got shot? They were investigating something, and this dude just fucking pulled a piece. The weirdness of having a job where you may get shot, <laughs> and that's like uh, being a cop or working in a liquor store, are the two worst. But isn't it insane that, and it seems like it has to do with economy sometimes, you know? Like when times are harder, people are more likely just to shoot each other. That's all frustration and just fucking being pissed off. No, what I think, when you see stuff like this, you say to yourself, I need a piece. I need to start fucking shooting myself. Yeah, hell yeah. No, this is the opposite. This is where the mayor is right, and we need to get rid of the guns, get them off the streets. 
Wow, this is the first time that a mayor ever said something so fucking profound as let's get the guns off the streets. Why, after all these years, does that still bring comfort to people? We need to get these guns off the streets. I guarantee you, the mayor said that in 58. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, old man. Come on. (laughs) The fact of the matter, of course, these are illegal guns that people are shooting each other with. So whether we get rid of guns or not, it ain't going to have anything to do with these fuckers. No, they're going to have a piece. As Hicks says, popping off. Popping off, yeah, that's right. Start rounding up as many as you can get. Maybe if we had gotten a couple off the street, uh, we wouldn't have had 47 shootings. Right. I totally agree with you. We want to get rid of the illegal guns. Who are we rounding up? What kind of people? I get rid of them all, legal and illegal. Right. Well, that wouldn't help you since you had 47 shootings. I don't believe any of them had to do with legal guns over the weekend. The only two guys with legal guns actually got shot. (laughs) Which, did they get off any fucking shots themselves? Looks like it, yeah. They might, they, they, they got it, yeah. Um, let's go over to Joe, Joe in the Bronx, Sherman sure, Fest. Yeah, they killed one of the guys. What's up, fellas? Yeah. Uh, I was listening to uh, Anthony on the uh, Compound show. I don't know, maybe about a quarter to three. This fucking guy picks up the phone and he calls you, Ron. Yeah, I thought he was bullshit. I did, while he's dialing, I'm thinking, no way he's going to call Ron and fucking call at three in the morning. I thought it was the funniest thing when he's when he answers you. What are you doing up at two thirty in the morning? And you tell him the phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I just thought it was funny. I can't. I keep a phone. I keep my cell phone next to my bed in case I get a fucking call. But you I don't, don't see- understand yeah. that you were up because. You told him you received the 516 call prior to that. Right. And he was trying to get through to you prior to the call that you picked up. And he still thinks that you were up at the call. He's still saying, I can't believe Ronnie was up. You told him you got a phone call prior to that. And he was fucking around with the phone and never... Yeah, what happened? I get a call from a 516. It rings next to me. I get up. I'm checking it. You know, the person hangs up. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is the 516-er? And then that gets in the back of your head. You're thinking, uh-oh, I hope not that person. I hope yeah. that, you know, can't that person let that fucking drop? That's over. Something weird might be going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then uh, he calls back again, you know, maybe a minute later, uh, and finds it very odd that I'm awake. He's surprised, right? Yeah. <laughs> now... It, it, it appears to me that Ant spent what I would only refer to as a drunkation. Yeah, had a couple cocktails all day long, every day. Every day, in the middle of his beautiful studio that no, he keeps there at his house. Nothing wrong with that. You, you've got to understand something. Anthony's living a life right now somewhere in between Batman and Arthur. It's just like... He's going to be walking around with a top hat and sitting in a nice, deep uh, bathtub playing with his train set. Sounds great. Fuck yeah. All right, so we've gotten some of the stuff from Live at the Compound. And this is... uh, Now, by the way, why did Ant call me at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning um, to invite me to a party, I believe, the following day? Yeah. 
That seems late to me. That seems a little on the late side. A little bit. That's not... A little bit late. A little bit. Not too much pre-thought, you know? Um, but we'll take a listen uh, to this. Now, this is off his uh, Live from the Compound. And you can find all these shows are all lined up there. Um, Sunday night's show, uh, which was the night of his party, if you tune into that one... It looks like the Cossacks have overrun the palace. And for some reason, there looked to me like there was eight, 16 people sitting around two mics. Shit. <laughs> um, now, apparently this is before he called me. And this is uh, Aunt talking about uh, calling me. Yes! Patrice O'Neill! Patrice O'Neill at the compound Sunday. Can I? Uh, him and his chick. I can't wait, man. Can I be a fangirl? Uh, fuck yeah, will man. He, will he take a picture of you? Are you shit me? No. I she was fucking, love it. I was in fucking studio. All I wanted was a picture with Ron fucking Bennington. Patrice. That's all I wanted. Uh, did you get one? No. No. Why, don't, why isn't Ronnie coming to my party? Yeah, make that happen. That. Make that happen. Let me see if I am. So I can be the complete fangirl. Oh, let me see if I can get... Let's see if we can get Opie to come. <laughs> no, I want to see if I can get Ronnie. Um, let's see. All right, put a call through. Let me see I'll if talk I can get to Ronnie, them. Ronnie B. You talk to Ronnie. I'll take let a me call. See contacts. <laughs> Run, run. So you know this is a good show as he's going through his cell phone. You gotta find a number. Is it under awesome? Is it under Ronnie Awesome? Oh, I love this girl. I got Than's number. Oh. I should call Than should, and tell is, him to show up. Is he invited? He should be. He should be invited. I would call him if it wasn't 1.40 in the morning. Well, call him tomorrow. Make sure Let he's invited. Maybe Ron. Wait, is the party tomorrow? No, no, it's Sunday. But today, but Tomorrow today, is, is today's, today's Friday. Oh, I got Ron. I got Ron. You sure? Oh, God. Should uh, I call Ron at 1.50 in the morning? Should I call Ron at 1.50 in the morning? You want to make a girl's dream come true? <laughs> this is really bad. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so bad. Wait, he has kids, doesn't he? Yeah. Three and five. You know Wait, what, it's a cell phone. It's a cell phone, right? He doesn't have a house number. It's the modern age. It's a cell phone. God, it's not going to wake his kids up. Fucking do it. You gotta, you gotta this fucking is do it. bad. You can do it. Oh, my right. God. Oh, my God. Let me try this. Hold on. Hold on. I will fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, I got to chill. <laughs> um... Where's dial tone? I need a dial tone. Oh wait, I turned my phone down. Yeah, you, put it, you put it on mute. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I don't want people to hear his number. Uh, 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 uh. 
If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. You fucking cock, bitch. Okay, now I'm muted. Like Danny's here in spirit, everybody. Um. Don't, uh, uh, uh. don't worry, Danny's here. Uh, uh, uh. I'm wearing his glasses and his hat. Did did Ron Beddington give you a fake number? He might have. I bet he did. Damn it! I want to invite him to my party. I bet you. Look, hey, hey, Danny's here. What? What are we running this all the way from the beginning, all the way through? I thought we had clips. Uh, That was the first clip. Now the rest. Sorry, I was just the process of them. Now the next one is you actually him getting in touch. By the way, I'm loving the uh, drunk logic. Yeah, where two people who have been drinking are trying to work things out. (laughs) What could his name be under? Uh, No, I don't think I've met the young lady, and I do mean young lady that uh, Anne is hanging with there. But I find her adorable, and I love her taste. Oh yeah, fantastic. And this uh, this Ronnie Awesome name, I hope, catches on. All right. Since the genius Ron Bennington seems like it just fell by the wayside. Mm-mm. Full in effect. Let me see. Turn around. Let me see the uh, dreadlocks on uh, Sam. Yep. Dread Sam. Let me see the dreads. Turn around. Let me see the back. Very cool. They're not That's a really fucking cool look for you. They're not dreads. It is cool, though. Dreads is uh, excellent. It's badass. Why uh, Rasta, man? So, apparently, uh, this is where Ant uh, actually reaches me here. Oh, my God. I shouldn't do this. <laughs> oh, my God. It's t- Ronnie? Yeah. It's Anthony. How you doing? What's up, buddy? How you st- why are you still awake? Why am I still awake? Yeah. Right, let's stop it right there. We've all gotten that call. Yeah. When you answer the fucking phone, why are you still awake? Suddenly I'm on the defensive. Yeah, you're up? For some reason I don't understand. Oh, by the way, and now I saw this. He doesn't either, he's not able to patch in a called out there were phone or because there was not a sober engineer available. There was no call. There was no. So you're actually hearing me through his cell phone. Okay, speaker phone. Why am I still awake? Yeah. My phone's dead. Just right. Oh, you're you're on live from the compound. I want to invite you to my party Sunday. When is it? It's it's Sunday at three p.m. It's a. Alright, let's just stop that for a second. You know, like right away I start laughing because it's really like getting a call from a nephew. (laughs) At that point, it's like you almost want to say, does your mom know that you're using the phone? (laughs) I want to invite you to my party and the hour that he picks to do it, uh, it comes off a little enjoyable to me. Alright, let's go back. Yeah, it's a 
It's it's this Sunday, 3 p.m. It's a pool party. Everyone's gonna be there. It's gonna be like the hit of the the the, the hit of the century. What did you do? Just have a fallout? Suddenly, at the last second, right, being invited? No, no. I, 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 All right, let's stop it there. So right away, I'm thinking to myself, how can I turn this back against him? So Good. now, I act like because it's a late date, mm-hmm. that, I don't know, perhaps Bobby Kelly canceled, so he had an extra slot open. Oh, now I have room for Ron. Showing you that I am nimble when needs to be. Two in the morning. I am socially nimble when I have to be. Um... All right, let's get back to that. I reminded him, Ronnie, this is Lauren. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of yours. She's a huge fan. Now, now what I'm saying is, here's the deal. And there's nothing better in, than to get a call in the middle of the night from a huge fan. Oh, yeah. Anyone in radio can tell you this is the big dream. <laughs> but then Ed backs her up. Yeah, she's a huge fan. Seriously, dude. yeah. All right, let's go back. You, you, I didn't have your email to send you an e to an evite, but well, it's really tough. It's runnerstudies at aol dot com. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah, that kind of yeah. All right, back to being socially nimble. I'm very proud of that one, too. So I'm able to start moving around in this uncomfortable situation. That's right. Good. It's fucking amazing. Uh, uh, thanks for backing me up, Hicks. I don't know what I'd do with that. Saying, seriously, two, seriously. Two, two in the morning on a Friday out of I the was, blue? I was worried for once you were going to have your own fucking opinion. Oh, well, But plenty. good. You share one with me. That's plenty, perfect. Plenty of my own. Come on. I haven't heard one. Plenty I haven't heard one today. Uh, all right, so there we are. Uh, now trying to figure out why it is calling. And this is an actual show that he does. This is available to the entire world. Yeah, new stream. Over the internet. Um, all right, let's go on to the next part of this. But, but what I want, I want you to know is I thought of you. See, I thought of you at this hour and was like, fuck, I need Ronnie at my party. Patrice is coming. Uh, all the uh, the Fox people are coming, I, and I need Ronnie B there I'll at be- my party. You, your family, the whole thing. It's a giant Labor Day uh, party. I'd love to have you, Ronnie. I would love to be there, but I'm down at my parents' place right now. Oh my now god! With them, which is great because the phone's ringing in the middle of the night. <laughs> And it makes it real comfortable. I feel like I'm 14 again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, maybe I wasn't very prudent on thinking about uh, time and stuff. I just figured Ronnie B. He's a party monster. It doesn't matter yeah, what t- yeah. it doesn't matter what time you call him. He's going to answer the phone. And I wasn't wrong to no, tell you the truth. Look, he was very he was very concerned yeah. about the outcome of this phone call. The phone just rang before with a 516. Yeah, who was that? Uh, I was probably me too, trying to get you on the uh, other line that actually worked with the uh, mixing board. All right, now here's the other part of this that's interesting. Uh, the young lady with it, I couldn't hear all that much because of it. he's got a phone, and I went back and watched some of this, and she's speaking into a mic, yeah. but all I'm I'm hearing from is the phone. Yeah, she thought it was patched through, but no, it was just a speaker. But I now I want to tell her I'm a fan of hers as well. All right, get that message out there. And I like to give her a call some night at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, what are you doing awake? But she'd love it. Um, all right, let's uh, keep this going. This is Aunt waking me up in the middle of the night 
over the weekend because they had a big party planned. This is actually, what this whole phone call reminded me of is that last moment in celebrity rehab before the guy checks in. Are you saying this is a reason for some type of intervention that maybe I've stepped over the line, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't even disagree. That, by the way, is my favorite thing of Celebrity re Rehab, where they give them a couple grand to go nuts and the night before. Yeah, and less raw. Yeah, you'll just see Shifty smoking crack. Why not? And feeling really great, like, now I got the fucking money to smoke the amount of crack that I want to smoke. Um, by the way, this was just delightful to get this call. It actually makes life uh, a little more fun for me. You know, because my kids are at an age of three and five, where you really start to say, it's time to nest. Yeah, you want to have a little excitement. It's good to know somebody's out there still flying the flag. Hell yeah. Still flying the party flag. Uh, all right, let's uh, uh, move on here to, um, I think it's the fifth clip. Hey, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're trying to do a radio show here. So can you give us an Ichiban or a number one? Oh, she's a fan of the show. A oh, number one. Nice. Dude, she's 16 years old. I don't know how she got here. <laughs> when does this all turn bad? He offered me beer and pot, and I didn't know how to say no. The chicks oh, love God. the beer and the pot. <laughs> Ronnie, the chicks love the beer in the pot. Sure they do. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> Anthony's so cool he can get served. <laughs> it really is amazing. In your own house, laws to have no fucking, uh, they have no no reason to uh, abide by them here. You're oh, like your own nation. <laughs> I really am. It's, it's, uh, a, a, the, the, it's, it's like a compound country. I don't care about... It's like if Walmart Gaddafi wasn't quite so angry. <laughs> yes. You know, if you're old enough... I say if you're old enough to put together Legos, you're old enough to drink. That's always... Okay. And any court in the country would back you up on that one. Of course. That's going to be my defense. No matter what. All right, so there's Ant. He's living as a... Basically an, em an emperor yeah. in his own home. And I don't think she was 16. I, I think not. she was probably 15 or 14. Oh. She didn't sound 16. Um, all right, let's uh, move into the next clip. Ronnie, I... Sure, she passed the Lego test. I'm very sorry if I woke you. Um, oh, no, no, it's nice. <laughs> But uh, uh, I, I I would have loved for you to have made it to my party, but um, uh, since you can't have a great Labor Day weekend, and uh, the, the next party I have, you you really are cordially invited. I love you, Ronnie. I love you too, pal, and uh, be careful too, around Ronnie. the children. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all fun because somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Is there actually an abortion room in the compound? I, I do actually have it, and people have been goofing on me that it's like a hangar and stuff, but I do have uh, 
really high tech equipment for uh, for abortions. It's not just a hanger, and I, I'm insulted. I'm insulted by that. It's not the old uh, way that we used to do it. My neighborhood is with Reno and a punch in the stomach. Ah, oh, you know what? I always said paging Doc Martin, paging Doc Martin, <laughs> and then a big kick to the fucking abdomen, and uh, that baby's gone. <laughs> Ronnie, uh, I'm sorry again. I'm sorry if I woke you up, and, and it's a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and uh, I would have loved for you to be here. But, All right, uh, buddy. Thanks a lot. I Thanks for the call. All right, you, pal. Ronnie, I love you. Everyone loves Ronnie. Everyone loves <laughs> Ronnie. Oh, thank you. Take care. All right, Jay wrote in. I think Anthony's life seems more like Phil Spector's, right before he shot the girl. Um. Here's what actually happened, though, because I said, so what it is is like to go from that to suddenly like you're live on the air. I really did go uh, let the dog out, have a smoke, and then sat there and thought of lines I wish I would have done. Oh, no. It was just like, oh, if he calls back, I got a fucking great line. You know, because you're, you're going from uh, one state yeah. to suddenly now you're on. Be fucking funny. Make it happen. Out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't think of of like uh, a radio broadcaster is not like a fireman where you have to be able to just jump up in the middle of the night, slide down a pole, and do your job. The fucking alarm goes off and it's on. Um. All right, the rest of it is stuff that he was saying after the fact. So this is back to uh, Anthony's show, which. I actually consider the best show on the internet right now. Dominated. I have watched it many times and called in. The problem is there's no real programming guide. Somebody actually has to write to me and say, hey, Ant is live. And then I go and get hooked up and I'm, I'm watching and enjoying myself. Hell yeah. Uh, so, um, and he doesn't have a hotline. So I have called the show before. Busy. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle. Mm. Uh, why are you hurt about that? I mean, I, no want you to, to I want you to be able to Just get it. Just because Watley doesn't answer me is no reason for you to be so fucking supportive. I've got you in one state, and I look over at Watley, and he's like this. Just clamped on. Hey. Thinking, I fucked up on the Leroy Selman. All right, so let, this is at, after I was on. You will find no better radio guy than Ron. And I'm talking this. I'm talking comedy, basic bullshit talk. And no finer interviewer than Ron Bennington. And the leading you on. When he leads you, he leads you on. The guy's fantastic. You guy's never know when it's a work or it's real. Fucking, the he, guy's fantastic. Is he fucking and I, doing something? I wish he could have. He's busy. He's down in Maryland for fucking Labor Day. I wish he could have made it. It's my hometown, the Chesapeake Bay. Well, first of all, I don't need to take that kind of shit, Aunt. I really don't deserve that. Not at all. Put that on my 360. Thank you. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, and Lauren was the young lady? Yes. I love the fact that she completely missed the entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that she wanted to know, is he going to be here? Well, what's happening? I like that she considers the entire state of Maryland her hometown. Uh, we got one more. Hi, uh, live from the compound. Who's this? This is John. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Hi, John. I'm doing really good. Hello, John. I gotta say, Ronnie B is awesome. Ronnie B is Fucking the greatest radio 
personality that has ever been on radio. And I, 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 I go through them all. The 50s, Wolfman Jack, all of them. Ronnie B is the greatest. And you I'm know, not even fucking with you. You know what Ronnie B is? Mm. He is oh. the Ichiban. He is the Ichiban. He, he's one of the greatest besides you, of course. He's amazing. No, Ronnie B, I, I believe me. I still get fucking... When Ronnie B comes in and we do a show, like when he, when we do crossovers, oh, like I, still get, I still get nervous. Thursday. Because he's so fucking good. He's just that good. I love Ronnie. No, but, he is. You know, but, How come there's no but more fuck him, But fuck him for not coming to my party, that cocksucker. Oh, wait. <clears throat> no, you got me confused with someone else I do the show with. Now, here's the deal there. Uh... As far as I know, he's only aware of me and Wolfman Jack as far as being radio no, In the decade of the 50s. <laughs> yes. But, you know, he's got Wolfman Jack, huge leap above radio people uh, into me. All right, is that everybody or is there one more? One more? All right, let's listen. I wanted to address the fact that Ron Bennington picked up the fucking phone at 2 in the morning. Now this, For what Anthony the Cumia. fuck is that about? Ronnie B picked up the phone at two in the fucking morning. <laughs> what is he up to? He's with his parents. Yeah, he's with his parents. Let me tell you he something. He said he was sleeping. Ronnie loves talking about his old days. His old days. The, the old, old days. days. Ronnie's got great old days The old days suck. That. But let the me tell you, suck. no one, no one on a Friday night at 2 a.m. is hanging out without bumping a few rails. Without bumping a few rails. And I'll tell you something. Have we been doing coke? Ronnie B. <laughs> Ronnie B. has to be back on the coke. I'm just saying that. I, you know what? I, I've seen enough people. I've known enough people. Ronnie B.'s doing cocaine as we speak. Banging rails away with his parents down there in Maryland. Whatever he's doing, but... Uh, I know for a fact. I grew up in but Maryland. But I love the man, right? I grew up in and Maryland. And it's easy to cop in Maryland. It's the only thing to do is to do It's coke. so easy to cop. He's probably doing crack and maybe even meth. Because it... How did, did you... By the way, when I called, that fucking thing rang once. 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 And he's like, hello, Ronnie B's on the phone. Wired out of his gourd on the cocaine. Wired on the cocaine. I know Ronnie B. I know Ronnie B. And this is why cops pick up innocent fucking people all the time. They pick up one guy and listen how quick he starts to sing. It's like a fucking American Idol. Don't like that. And the next thing you know, you're on the fucking usual suspects list. And you can't get off of that. They just show up at your fucking house. They don't care what you're doing. Give me the fucking keys, you cocksucker. You're in a line I'm saying. Yes, it is. I don't know. Give me the fucking keys, you cocksucker. <laughs> Give me the fucking keys, you cocksucker. It's good. Um, yeah, I don't need to be on that fucking list. Take me off of it. Uh-uh. I am fucking Kaiser Sose. No way. Jesus. And I like the guy fucking accuses me of doing coke. Well, he's up at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. With an underage girl. Come on. Doing impressions. She's doing impressions of me. On Long Island. What's that all about? Well, they're bringing up Maryland. Now, I will say this. Uh, I am living the life of a fucking dry addict right now. 
I'm not working it fucking properly. Oh. And I'm back into feeling disconnected, not using, but also not being fucking, uh, you know, reconnected to the world. There's no doubt oh, in my mind. Really? Yeah, I'm falling into this thing of... Uh, you know, I'm here at work, or, yeah, fuck it, I'll just head home. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm. no stuff in between, no reconnecting. Okay. You know? The only fucking way that, that you know, you're living the same lifestyle, just that you're not fucking doing it. Okay, wow. And really, a lot of that has to do with you, Fez, what? and Zito, and fucking huh. Dave not being here. I don't want to. I mean, you guys, seriously, you fucking... You're not the best support group a person can have. Oh, Jesus. I appreciate you talking to me, though, Hicks. That's fucking nice. But if I started fucking chopping rails, you'd be fucking rolling up a bill while I'm doing it. <laughs> no. You would be. You're, you're that fucking type of person. No. You're seriously that type of person. But you would be giving me, this is it. After this bendel's gone, we're fresh. We're done. We're starting to fucking go to the bass and steam this out of us. We're going to live a better life. Um, all right, someone wrote in if Melissa was a true fan, she would not use the Japanese terms. No, her name was not Melissa. No, it was Lauren, correct? Yes, that was Lauren, who I now find adorable. Um, next Monday, oh, I want to remind me, hold on, somebody wrote this in. The drunk chick act is annoying. Why do women got to turn on each other? Francesca said that. Wow. But she's really adorable, too. Women always means to each other. Yeah, they are. They despise each other. Women are never nice to each other. Uh, Mike, Utah, you're on manifest. Hey, uh, I'm just calling. Uh, I'm uh, five years sober. Yeah. I'm a truck driver. And... Uh, I've been doing this for like almost two years, and I don't go to meetings when I'm on the road, so I go like a month. But uh, I still talk to people. I mean, I used AA for a long time, and uh, you know, I know what you're saying about just being sort of off the stuff, not really feeling like you're really sober and stuff. Yeah, it happens occasionally. Sometimes you, in in life, you get out of balance. You're yeah, just out absolutely. of balance. That's all. Well, man, you know, you got to you gotta keep it real, though, man. If you got, like, one person you can talk to that can identify, you know, it makes a big difference. Well, I got Fez, and I got Hicks. And really, Mike, right now you're my only fucking person that I can identify with. But I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. Well, my my friends are too much fucking worried about their own heads. No. I have no head to worry about. Here's what, and I will say this about you, Yes. If I was in a, a fucking ocean drowning. Oh, oh, God. And you were in the boat. Yeah. You would be yelling to me, is this a hangout or do you think I have thumb cancer? No. It becomes suddenly so about you. Uh-uh. No way. I'd be trying to figure, I can't swim, but I don't for my hands. You can't swim at all. Uh, probably doggy paddle a little bit. Are you, that help? Are you scared in a bathtub? No. How? What is the fucking amount of water before you fear? Probably like six feet, seven feet. Well, I, well, maybe I don't know. I can't really go into the far deep end of the pool. I'll drown. Have you ever been in deep? Like holding onto a ledge, yeah, but not like fucking just in. But the But just think, thing. if you like, you holding onto that ledge in a yeah. pool, right? Yeah. 
is the same if you were holding onto the fucking ledge outside of this fucking building oh, right Jesus now. Jesus Christ. The, the second you let go, you're dead. Oh, that I'm not going back into a pool. Um, there's not a lot you can do about it. Um, Jim, you're on the run of Fest show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I just got Netflix, man. I'm looking for some good docs, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're the doc master. I know you watch them all the time. Well, uh, right now, uh, there's here's one that you need to see the Tillman, the Pat Tillman story, uh, which is running on TV. So I don't know everything. Is you know I know more. This was a, a huge summer, uh, but then also the Memphis Three. They're rerunning that on HBO this month. So either one of those, uh, you're good to jump on. Um, either one of those will work for you in a big, big way. Uh, the Tillman doc is, I think, unbelievable. And again, completely ignored uh, by the American people. Uh, completely ignored. Yeah, people stopped caring about him a long time ago. But they're all excited about football, and they love to say heroes, and we're playing this game for 9-11. But here's one of your own. And I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, say that to Rex Ryan. Why don't you just say something about fucking Pat Tillman that day and the way he was treated, and I'll be very proud of you. And I'll be yelling, let's go, Jets go. Um, ben, in Atlanta, you're in Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, being Tuesday, I didn't know if it's okay to talk about uh, Sunday's Curb episode with the the whole Buckner episode. See if you saw it. I thought it was pretty classic. Um, I thought it was, but I have to admit this: as a ball busting thing, I sat there and was picking every punchline and, and plot twist of that show out as we were watching it. Literally yelling, "They're going to throw a fucking baby out of the window!" The second I heard fire. Oh, Jesus. Oh. And knowing that the seat was going to make her come and on mm -hmm. and on and on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so much that I actually heard this. What, did you watch this before? Like, I don't know, everyone thinks I lie. Um, no. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, next week is Kathleen Madigan unmasked. It's our first uh, late night. Unmasked. That's right. Finally. Nighttime. That's when we wanted to do it. Exactly, yeah. That's when it should be done. The correct way. Uh, so go over to Unmasked Show. Unmasked Show, if you'd like to come into this. Um, here's our buddy Diego. Hey, Diego. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just want to say thanks for uh, giving me the reminder or heads up last week about Red State being on demand. Watch it on Friday. It was actually a really good play. So thanks for the heads up. Well, thank you for judging uh, and making it all about, but um, we'd like to get somebody on. Um, and we do have friends over there, Hicks. We do have friends at Westboro uh, Baptist. Who is our best friend? Shirley Phelps Roper. Mm. So there was one character in particular I thought that was based on her. Oh, come on. Now, I shouldn't even say that because I could get called in a court over it. And she won't fucking hesitate. Those people are fucking They love the Sue. They're so happy. Yeah. They're like my cousin, except for he's always doing it with a slip and fall. All right. Get a little cash real quick. Can tell you the truth. I don't know if he's ever had a job. Um, he's got a brand new truck and two boats. Fuck. Just from fucking just slipping and falling. Yeah. Just let's, uh, let's shut him up. Let's just put this away behind us. Rocky, you're on the run of Fez show. 
What's up, fellas? Uh, Ronnie, I just want to say I completely agree with you about Curb this week. Um, very predictable episode. Like, the whole Mr. Softy thing, I knew that I was going to fuck him up in the game. Right, but still was, funny. Yeah, you know, definitely funny, but, yeah, kind of disappointing. You want Curb to surprise you and not be predictable like every other type of TV show. And so, you know, especially for a second-to-last episode. They still, there's only one episode left, and... You know, you got the second to last one being kind of lackluster. Very well, let me tell you, David. Uh, I'll I'll never run down anybody's fucking show after the next to last fucking entourage. <laughs> oh my god, Is that bad. Like a child wrote it. Oh, didn't I tell you? You are a millionaire. I didn't do what you asked me to do, and I left it, and now you got millions. So Vince is okay. Not just Vince, but we're all going to be okay. Except for E's got a little something coming his way. Oh. Good for E. And why would we be happy about that is fucking beyond me. I don't see it as good for E. I think it's the worst possible thing that could ever happen to E. I think he'll be fine. At least for the movie. Try that. They'll be fine. They. Are you picking up on it? Oh, shit. You're not picking up on it. No, I got it. What? He's getting married or something? I don't know. I haven't watched any episodes. Um... Here's our buddy Tom. Tom. Buddies. Hey, hope you all had a good holiday weekend. Ronnie, I, I remember when you had the director or producer, whatever it was, of the Tillman story. Yeah. Amir Balev. Excellent. Yeah, excellent, excellent interview, as usual. But, I mean, now I've seen the doc a couple times, and it laid out even further, of course, than the interview. And, I mean, why aren't people talking about this shit? I mean, the lies. I it, can't recall. I just don't get the apathy, Ron. Because let me tell you this. The American people do not care about the soldiers and never have, even the people with the yellow fucking ribbons. They don't care about cops. They don't care about firemen. They don't care about teachers. They don't care about anything other than that Kardashian family and maybe what Lindsay Lohan is up to. The well, American do people don't I mean, give a gonna... fuck. No, it's okay. over, dude. Good it's night. over. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Take Peace. care, guys. Like, like you guys. Uh... I will. I think that we, we're going to replay that later this week. Okay. As a 9-11 tribute to Pat Tillman. Um, Mike in Philly, you're in Manifest. Hey, Ron. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I had a question. I'm sitting here in the rain, and I was thinking, um, has Fez uh, lost anything today and tried to blame it on someone else? No, he's yeah, rocking yeah. his Fez. Uh, there's no doubt about that. How many dinners are you down, Fez? I am down nine dinners. Now, I said, uh, what are you saying? I believe it's ten, because I thought it was seven when we started, and then I stole it three times. Now, we know Fez is not going to repay these. Fez doesn't repay stuff. But I got an email about this, and the person said this, and it was actually kind of brilliant. Knowing that Fez doesn't repay these dinners, why don't the next time that we go out to a dinner with Fez... Yeah. Instead of going to a normal $100 plate place, we put five of them together, and he's taking us to a $500 a plate place. And we do that twice. And kill. All right. And sit there and eat at a fucking level. Basically like the Blues Brothers in that movie when they were in that fancy Chicago restaurant. And you know how fancy it was? Because they were eating shrimp cocktail. <laughs> That's so weird, like the 70s were, that your place was really nice if they had giant jumbo shrimp cocktails. Really? Wow. Giant cold shrimp cocktails. Or we could eat dinner 
in Vegas, and he has to fly us all to Vegas for the night. That sounds like a fucking party. That'd be awesome. They say an East Coast party. Um, but at some fucking point, you know, Fez is behind here. Now, he's trying to talk his way out of it, I see. And he's moving us in and out, but I don't know. I don't know what the fair thing is. I uh, think we stick with the nine smaller dinners over a course of time. Do you mean ten? Yeah, he does mean ten. Well, what would the difference there be? Well, then, you know, that then it would be... Um, we would space... It wouldn't be such a financial hit all at once. It would be spaced out. All you got and is I think money. It would always all be you something more, more to look forward to. Dude, dude, all you have is money. I'll order like a $2,000 bottle of wine. Fuck it. That might be an idea. <laughs> Except for... Oh, no. I don't think they're all that good. Is this like Carlo Rossi? I'd rather order $2,000 in steaks. <laughs> I don't get the fucking super expensive bottles of wine. I don't know. It's like there's Jack Daniels and there's fucking Jack Daniels. What the fuck? What about when you go in a champagne room, though? <laughs> what are you looking for there? I guess, yeah. Can we get a bunch of stuff to go? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just, you know, ship some lobsters to my pop. That'd be nice. With a little note. Now who's the failure? Really? Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with trying to fucking even the playing field? I don't know why he would say that. I don't know if I like this fucking autumn season. It's too wet. It's gray. It's ugly. It's leading off real shitty. We were we were the boys of summer. We were having the fucking greatest fucking summer ever. It was the best. It's wonderful weather. And then Leroy Selman fucking dies, and the fucking days turn gray. Hmm. And now the fucking leaves are falling. We're back in school. It's soggy. You know, the reality of it is, when September starts like this, don't you feel like you should start do your life better? Like, do your job better and all that kind of shit? Just get it back together, right? Yeah, Just... you're like, I want to go get some notebooks and fucking try to make this a new year. I don't know why New Year's Eve doesn't fall on Labor Day. Because no one feels like, hey, it's a fresh year, January 1st. Fuck no, everyone's just fucking, oh, fucking hungover. This is the beginning of your, let's do something with my life, Mm -hmm. is fucking September. Gotta organize that Trapper Keeper. Um, Never had a Trapper Keeper. Never carried a book. I thought it made you look faggy, is the way I put it. I just had a spiral notebook I would fold and put in the back pocket. And everything went in there. It wasn't much that went in there. You would just keep it in your back pocket? (laughs) Yeah. I would either tell a smart girl to hold my book or just kind of keep my uh, book somewhere in the room of, like, that class. All right, yeah. And then I would say, hey, someone fucked with my book. And the teacher's like, you can't leave your fucking book here. (laughs) It's not the library. And did you do your homework last night? I said I couldn't. Book was in the fucking class? Something fucking happened terrible. Something that's going to make you feel sorry for me happened last night. Like somebody caught on fire or having some kind of troubles. One of those things that make you liberal teachers feel bad for people happened to me. Well, arson will make anyone feel bad, I think. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Obi-Wan, how you doing, Mr. May? Hey, a little confused here. Why the fuck is Zito inviting himself to this shit? It should be the old days. Black girl, he's the one invited to that stuff. Well, if you really think about it, Z- there was a lot of those things on here before Zito even got here. Yeah. So really, Zito doesn't get the full 10. 
No, he might get like four, maybe. Yeah, or about five. four. Yeah, but this is why nobody wants to trust Fez because <laughs> first of all, he'll never say, "Hey, here's the night of the planned party." He just lets it go on forever. Uh, and of course, Dave is still owned. Yeah, he's owned fucking majority of those. Now, would I have to sit out the first six, or do we just assume like the first one that comes up is? No, I think that you just have to set out different courses, so you don't get any appetizers. Or entrees, I but calamari. you can get a dessert and an after-dinner drink. So that's nice. That's so yeah. You sit there and watch, and then we get to the pie, order one. And some cognac. <laughs> <laughs> have a cognac. Hey. That's fucking nice. Yeah. Brian, you're a manifest. Hey, guys. Um, just want to give you a quick tip on why my buddy and I brew wine. And uh, if you spend more than 30 but less than 12 you're going to be in the best area. So anywhere from like 15 to 30 bucks, you're going to get the best wine you can get. I'm talking about a liquor store, not at the actual restaurant. The restaurant, obviously, they upcharge you a shitload of money. But if you're at a, at a liquor store and you want something nice, but you don't want to spend a lot, anywhere between 15 and 30 bucks, you're going to get something real yeah, It's really funny that you said because I don't drink and I recommend restaurants to people, they fucking call me back later and they're going, Jesus Christ, I got hammered with that. And I go, what are you talking about? And then I find out if they're sitting there drinking cocktails or ordering a bottle of wine, they're paying twice what I did for a meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going out to anything. The alcohol bill. is Like $15 fucking cocktails That's in New York. Fucked up. And you're not getting any bottle of wine anywhere fucking close to 50. <laughs> not a fucking drinkable bottle of wine. Um, let's go over here to Lowly. Lowly, you're on Hey, what's up, guys? Um, hey, Ron, I wanted to ask you, um, have you tried out the new Madden game yet? Because I've been hearing some really bad stuff about it. I spent the weekend with it, and I'm not at the point that I'm judging yet. I'm still like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck do you? Jesus Christ, because, you know, I'm dominating my fucking version before. But I'm in that really annoyed going, you know what? I'm going to fucking drop it down the pro for a little while just until I get my bearings yeah. here. Get straight. Um, what now? What are the bad things that you heard about it? Uh, well, first off, uh, people that I guess they're like really into graphics. They're saying that um, the graphics are really glitchy, and they're saying as far as the roster goes, since um, there was supposed to be that lockout, that they didn't get the rosters right, and they're just uh, telling people to do it on their own. They're not pretty much updating it from the game. Well, I and thought that you had to go online to totally. You know, I know what you're saying. I saw him fucking playing the other uh, day with the Bengals. Uh, he hasn't made it to, pat, to the patch yet. But I thought that you could go online and, and uh, sign up and update that. Yeah, yeah, they're saying that you have to do that, but there's still like a manual thing that you have to do where it's not like uh, before where it's just like a little update that you download and it does everything yeah. for you. They're saying you have to do something that you have to do manually in there, like you would go in and have to change people around yourself. Well, I would never uh, fucking, seriously, to me, to judge the game, it's too soon now. It's like judging a movie in this first reel. It just came out. Thank you for backing me up again. It's just, I mean, Seriously, come on. you're very nice today. Oh, I'd like to think I'm very nice every day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you want to think that. You think yourself as a nice person? Is no. that it with you? <laughs> don't be shit. Now you're talking. <laughs> Having a nice drink? Um... Craig, Craig, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? Awesome. I just wanted to know: <laughs> does family, uh, does Fez's like family know that he's such a mess, or does he hide it from them, kind of like he does his shrink and stuff? I don't know. Um, do you ever discuss your problems with your family, Fez? Oh yeah, yeah, they know what a mess I am. What do they say to you? 
They try to tell me to calm down and quit worrying so much. Basic advice. So even with your family, it is... The Advice Show. Um, so at this point, do they know how bad it is even on the air? Um, yes, yes. Yeah, they know. What do they say? That, um, it's just like, uh, it's basically you've got to calm down or you're going to blow a gasket. Well, you're going to have another heart attack or something. That's what they worry about. See, here's the Not thing. Not so with, much the going insane part. Here's the thing with uh, Fez that I didn't understand. Now, do you remember when he had a bad day? It was like last Monday and he was crying in here. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And even on the air, you said, I'm so worried about my sister. She's back in the hospital. And I'm all worried. Within four days, he flew her up to do some stuff with him. And I'm like, how do we go from this point of Monday, I'm locked up, where, you know, when he's staying in the hospital, he's acting like it's, you know, some, this could be it. Okay. And then four days later, he flies her up, and I'm just like, I hung up the phone when it, he told me it was with her, I'm like, I just never know what to believe with us anymore. That's a hell of a turnaround, to be that upset over it. It never makes sense to me. It's very hard to tell, and even in the morning... When I deal with Fez, some days I'll... Would you say today was a good day or a bad day for Fez? I would say today was a bad day because he didn't say anything to me when he handed my breakfast to me this morning. He just handed it to me and then went to his seat. But then sometimes when he doesn't say anything, he'll be, he'll be good on the air. Right? Now, remember the other day when the uh, interns were leaving, they said Fez never talked to them in the yeah. morning, so they were afraid of him? And you said you weren't even aware of that. I had, I thought I'd, and like even with Chris saying this now, I was sure I said uh, hello to Chris. I, I guess I, yeah, I'm totally not aware of it. So you thought you and Chris sat around and talked before the show a little bit? Uh huh. Shout the shit? Yeah. Oh, I thought I, thought you know what I think I it is? I greeted him. I think because there's conversations in your head. I think you're living sure. in the in, in, inside world and not the outside. Um, now, did you forget that you told us how concerned you were about your sister's health? Yeah. On Monday? Yeah. You forgot that? Yeah. You told us that's one of the reasons why you couldn't be at your best during the show that day. <sighs> so, like, I go home and I go, I don't know, Fez is really worried about his chick. I mean, his sister. Well, because he kind of treats her like a chick. And, then, and, you know, because he doesn't have that uh, feminine thing in his life mm -hmm. other than his mirror. So then when I found out, you know, four days later, oh, I flew her up to help me with this stuff. I'm like, what? But. Now, did you know that I was like really confused when you told me that on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. The, what are you? And I literally think I said to you, I think you're nuts. It could be it. Because either one is either not true or the, if the first thing that you told us on Monday was true, then you would be a savage for flying her up. To help you make some purchases. But if the Monday wasn't true, and she's fine to fly up, then you just lied to us some days, and it makes it even more confusing. Um, Steve, you're on the run of show. Hello. Uh, this is uh, Steve from Baltimore. I wanted to know, did you catch Marilyn's ugly uniform they had on yesterday? No, let me take a look at it right now. Now, this is a new uniform that they have? Yeah, they got... 
20 different versions of it. They used all the Maryland color flags in the whole uniform. Now, of course, they do that to make the kids buy more and more fucking jerseys and uh, get it fucking going. Um, let me see this uh, picture. Hicks is bringing it up slowly, those jets. Just, yeah, I'm going to let you go then because you drive me nuts. Just hearing snot rockets blowing. Um, that thing's locking up. It just fucking froze. I just clicked the goddamn fucking link. I'm going to try to do my best to stay away from college football this year because I don't want a uh, a weird fucking year. I hate it. And uh, ESPN, even on like on Friday, it just it's, it was like a splash page. You just go to ESPN.com. Right. Just a giant page, nothing else, of just times of fucking college games. Yeah, and then because I... All right, let me say it bigger, if you can, like the whole uniform. It does look like the flag. I can't say that I hate it off the bat, though. Because it's so nuts, it looks like futuristic. <laughs> it looks like Two-Face's costume. Where it's just split right down the middle. One side uh, black and yellow, the other side red and white. Including the helmet. It's nuts. But I mean, maybe you should be nuts in college. Yeah. You know, maybe that should be, you know, we're breaking the rules. Again, it's just a chance to get the kids. Yeah, the helmet is cut in half. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They should fucking, they should lose their team. Disband it? I'd fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, disband it and give it to fucking Miami to have. Another one? Yeah. Uh, Fez's Notre Dame got off to a great start on Saturday. Always funny to me. Uh, Jack, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I was wondering if you invested $200 in a twin bed or did you make your sister sleep on an air mattress? My sister had a bed, thank you. Yay! You gave her your bed? Yes, she had, uh, she had the couch. The couch is not a fucking bed. No. The couch is not a bed. I sleep on a couch. Ain't no bed. There's no one sitting there. No, when you have a couch sleep... It's okay to couch sleep during the daytime, but if you couch sleep all night, you wake up feeling like, oh, God, I'm a lowlife. Yeah, yeah. Nap it up on a couch. That's fine. Full sleep just makes you feel like shit. Hate it. And I ain't fucking pulling the bed out either, because that's even Why worse. Why do you take the couch and give her your bed? Well, it was she was fine with the couch. The couch pulls out. She was good. No such thing as a good sleep on a pull-out couch. <laughs> Fuck no. That's got that fucking bar there. Right in the back. Just sleep in a military cot. Matter of fact, I would rather keep the couch together and sleep on the couch part than fucking pull it out with that bar. Yeah, that's what I do. I have a pull-out couch. I never use it. Fuck it. You never pull out no matter who you're with. <laughs> it's a big fucking thing for you. <laughs> but a couch is not a bed, and a bed is not a chair. Um... Here's Mr. Butch, you're on the Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, hey, Fez will give $1,000 to see who defiled an Andy Griffith statue but won't take the crew to lunch. Steal the wallet, not the Fez. Thank you. Thank you. Higgs, what do you need to talk about today? I'm going to break here so you can pre-sell. Okay, cool. Well, there's a new fucking iPhone app that's blown my mind. It's going to change everyone's life forever. That's what I fucking got for you. A new 
iPhone app. iPhone and Android app. It's a n- new cell phone app. Hmm. I'm excited about this. So am I. Uh, and then I also want to talk about this Cat Williams thing. I'm sure I went over on it this morning, but it gets more and more interesting to me that stand-up comedians are the new rappers where we can blame... They're like what the rappers were in the 80s and early 90s where we can blame all of society's woes on what took place at a stand-up comedy show. Um, back in a few moments, run fest. I was just answering the phones were on in fest. A job that really takes a lot and hurts my head. And then some jerk called with a phony name like Chris. Oh, uh oh. And then the next day I would fall for it again. He would just call the show and say his name is Glenn. And now you understand the shit that I deal with. Oh, uh oh. show Chris Stanley uh, it wants to tell us about a whole new app here that's right yeah like you're a crunch tech now 
Well, it's called. Wait, am I saying the name correctly? Is it Crunch Tech? Tech, tech Gear. It's Crunch Gear. Crunch Gear. But then there is a place called something Tech, right? Tech like, Crunch, I believe. Yeah, but they're not our friends. Crunch Gear are our friends. Yeah. The best friends we've ever had. Why are technology people always fucking obsessed with crunching things? I don't understand it either. The fuck? You don't want to crunch an iPod. Anyway, you're the one who had some kind of crunch fucking news for us. <laughs> it's called Clue. It's a app where you will sign up, sign yourself up for it, and then your apartment is listed on a map, like I say, a Google map. And it's your designating your place as a bathroom people could use if they need to use a bathroom in an emergency. Now, how would they get in? They knock at your door? You'll have an app, and I guess you'll have, they'll have your contact. If you have the app, you'll have, like, you know, fucking Chris's apartment and, like, maybe an email or a cell phone number, and then they can contact me. Like, all right, you need to take a shit, piss, whatever. You need to use the bathroom. Go right ahead. Now, what, why would anyone want to do this? This, this is the setup of fucking... Apparently, there's going to be, like, um, like, say, your Scott tissue. They're going to be sponsoring people and giving them, like, shitloads of fucking... Right. I think that this... Here's the clue. <laughs> bathroom means weed. <laughs> And this is just finding out dealers in any area. Maybe. Because no one wants someone to come in and take a shit in their house. I think I, I think I think that's definitely possible. I mean, because people are constantly shitting themselves all over the place. So what? No one wants the fucking stranger to come in and shit in their house. I think there are fucking people that are helpful enough. Because there's that website like Couchsurfing.com that lets people just fucking sleep Yeah, but you, couch. you pay money for that. Oh, all right. I know that was being. In other words, out. that's a way of saying that you're a youth hostel without uh, putting up for it. Now, I got a friend doing that over the summer. Uh, he brought Russians in. Oh, no. And they're just fucking lining cuts up. He's making a fucking fortune. Really? Uh, yeah. A fortune. Fuck. Maybe He's I got like 10 fucking Russians in his house. Yes, you would absolutely be able to rent out your fucking area. To these fucking Europeans who are used to, you know, I'll tell you this. You could easily make an extra $1,000 a month, maybe even 2000 What the fuck? It's basically subletting, your, turning your apartment into a... Yeah, come on in. Cots. Shit. Maybe I gotta look into this. I wouldn't mind Russians. I wouldn't mind the company. They'll have internet. No they're, television. They're not the, fuck, the company. <laughs> oh, you mean having people with you? Yeah. <laughs> well, once you start make your extra... You know, two grand a month or whatever, then you'll be able to, you know, have some nice soaps for them. Oh, that's uh, good. You know, uh, kind of candy on their fucking bed at night. Turn down service. All right. Here's your peanut butter cup, Boris. Um, but I'm going to tell you this: the only people that are going to want to do this are rapists. <laughs> And more rapists. That's the only fucking two groups of people that would be interested in people coming by using their apartment to piss in. It's kind. Of, it seems a little bit dicey, but I would use the app. I'd go to some fringe apartment. Well, all right, I shit. would use the app if I owned a gas station. <laughs> but other than that, I don't want someone knocking at my door. But it's not even going to be just a normal piss or shit. It's going to be such an emergency to want to use a stranger's house that you know you're getting explosive diarrhea. This is going to be the worst of the worst people using your bathroom. Well, I think maybe you've taken it to a, a crazy height there because they also, you know, they're using an app. I don't know if explosive yeah. diarrhea, you might as well just, you know, how often does that happen? Well, when it does happen, you want to have this thing to make sure you can find a place to shit. All right, here's what I want you to do. Okay. Stay on top of this. Uh, 
and say to yourself, in two weeks, I'm going to bring this back and prove that Ronnie B. I know what I was talking about. Okay. Hey, Crystal, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, I uh, went, spent two months top surfing in Europe, and uh, I never paid for anything. Yeah, but you're blowing a lot of guys. I mean, that's for them, it's the same thing. No, I, I, I let my cousin do all the blowing. What's his name? Oh, her name's Carolyn. So really, she was with a lot of the people who own the houses? Actually, she was only with one of the guys, but, you know, that was the most exciting. <laughs> so your point was they were just cool enough to let you stay at their house and they wanted nothing. No sex, yeah, no money, I mean, no dope. They would, they would give us tours of the city and they would take what? us to their favorite places to eat and stuff. I mean, we tried to, like, do stuff for them, like, take them out to dinner or whatever. But And how did you meet these just- people? Just through the Couchsurfing website. Now, what were you paying a day to be there in Europe? Um, well, we spent $3,000 for two months. But that included like $1,000 for the Eurail Pass and $1,000 for the plane ticket. So. so really, you were there, and other than transportation, two months, you spent $1,000. Yeah. And you're saying not blowing a lot of guys either. No. Who's buying your booze? Uh, my my cousin is blonde, so she got us a lot of booze just by being blonde. There's a lot of blondes in Europe, honey. It's not exactly, yeah, you know, fucking Texas fucking like where you live. Entire countries. All right. Here's the proof. It can be done, Hicks. It can be done. Well, I'm telling you, I got this friend of mine, and he's got a house close to the beach. Nice. Uh, where the Ruskies are working at the boardwalk. And they come over, and he's just got cots lined up. And Sounds like fucking, Jersey Shore. <laughs> they're working um, the no, Jersey Shore is way classier than this. <laughs> not only that, he fucking sells them uh, bicycles that they use as transportation. <laughs> he keeps eight bikes in his fucking garage All right. and pulls them out. Hey, you want to buy it? And then at the end of the summer, they just leave the bike, of course. Hell yeah. He puts it back in and resells it the next year. That's fucking great. Except for he lives in fucking Russian Central. They could be good at times. Those are the only other white people in my in my high school were just Russian. It was all Russian people. It was all Russian kids. You consider them white people? You live on a whole different fucking scale than me, my friend. Well, you know, at least by pigment. No. You know what's next? Greeks are white? No. Italians? Um, so I guess the northern ones, right? Yeah, if they can pass for German, sure, that's up to them. <laughs> if not, subbreed them. Oh. I don't want to get into this Cat Williams thing, so just let me uh, apologize right now. Let everybody know that I was just joking, and I was—it was an absurd joke about racism, because Cat Williams is the latest comedian to be uh, have the scorn of a nation at him. He's getting killed now. Have you ever been offended by a comedian? Uh, I don't think so. I absolutely have. But most of the comedians that I find disagreeable at at first, it's because they're either A, lazy, or B, are tending to change my opinion. So uh, when somebody comes at some uh, from a place that I'm fully not prepared for it, I might go, well, this is bullshit at first. Um, Paul Mooney is a great fucking example of a guy who the first time I hear him, I'll go, well... I disagree, or that's funny, but I disagree. And then sometimes I'll go back and, you know, 
rechange. Uh, there were a couple of times with comics where I'm like, I think that, you know, may have crossed an imaginary line, and then I had to say to myself, stop being a pussy. Uh, you're being an idiot. Or I'll just say, I'm most offensive by the lack of the humor of that last statement. That could happen. Uh, Cat Williams, you know who is a big fan of uh, Cat Williams is your guy, Johnny. He loves him. Can't get enough of him. And it was a couple years ago, he was going, hey, boss, you know what we got to do? We got to get Cat Williams on a mask, boss. That fucker popping off. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Cat Williams dropping a new CD, boss. It's fucking mad crazy. That's him. He fucking can't get enough of this Cat Williams. He loves this motherfucker. Nonstop. I'm sure he's very upset and worried right now. Well, Cat has disrupted the Mexican and American community out there. And I guess he said something that it offended them so much. And do you know exactly what it was? Well, he had gotten heckled by a Latino man. And then he basically said, told, Kat then said, if y'all had California and you loved it, then you shouldn't have given that motherfucker up. Should have fought for it. And they went on and on about Mexicans and Latinos. Mm. Now, did he say anything that would be offensive to that group? Did he call them their version? Oh, I didn't hear that. That you know th that word? No. Yeah. Now we have Cat right now on CNN. Right. Yeah. Let's go to him on CNN. Uh, when another anchor, uh, and this is an African American guy, is asking Cat to apologize. Well, you think this guy, if racism was as you know as locked in as they thought, you would have thought, hey. It's you and me, Kat, no matter what happens. That's right, solidarity. Yeah, but it wasn't that way. So let's bring up to here and see whether Kat apologized or not. Understand. So do you not apologize for anything? We only show, we show like a 50-second clip there. No, it no, is like sir. seven or eight minutes, I, but... I, 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 go ahead. I apologize for the fact that the word anti-Mexican is being said to a black guy in America. But you don't apologize for what you said in that, that studio, that stand-up. I'm... I'm not allowed to. As a stand-up, the only thing that I sell is uncensored thought. So I'm only selling them the way I think uncensored. So I'm not allowed to then come back the next day and apologize. That's, that's for the Tracy Morgans of the world. I meant what I said. And I All right, let's stop there. And let me just say this. Oh, shit, son! Damn! Damn, he took Tracy down! He put him on blast. I don't understand that. What do you mean by that? That's like you're blowing up his spot. You're mm -hmm. attacking him. Why is that bad, though? Why is it bad to blow up someone's spot or because, put them on blast? Because then they look like assholes. I say. I say. So he's making Tracy look like an asshole. Yeah. Um, so he's not apologizing. He says he's apologizing that anyone would attack a black man for being anti-Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Which is a kind of a strange way, but okay. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Cat. I said what I meant. I'm apologizing if somebody thought I was trying to be anti-Mexican. Mexicans are my friends. So, 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 Cap, um, why, why is it somebody is, is allowed to put out a statement apologizing on your behalf then? 
Sir, they put out a DVD called Cat Williams Nine Lives while I was in jail without my permission. A lot of stuff has been happening uh, to a lot of black celebrities in the world. We just deal with it, thank Jesus, and keep on going, sir. Now, I guess it's clear to say, you gave me a little bit of what he was saying, but he kept going on and on, this heckler. Now, what yes. was it? You said he said, F America. That certainly set you right, off. But, see, what, uh, but go ahead. We we were in Phoenix. We were in Phoenix. So this is a heavily Mexican-American crowd. I gave $5,000 out to a Mexican-American uh, serviceman at this same show. It, it was nothing like that the night of the show. This happened 19 days ago. It's just happening in the Man. news yesterday because it's my birthday. Well, help me understand that. What was it? Because it's clear that you were visibly upset. And you said you're a proud American, you defended this was. country. So is that essentially what yes. it was? He was clearly out of line in your opinion, but he really got you hot. I was, I was offended because he was making a statement that we're not allowed to make in this country. In this country, you have to pledge allegiance to America first and your country of origin second. And so the fact that he was blatantly disrespecting the law that we all follow, black people work too hard to become black Americans in this society, and we were slaves here. And we did a lot of free work. Um, whatever they did was in another country, and we certainly applaud their history, but don't come here talking to um, sons of slaves about that. And if there's something... If there's something anti-Mexican about what I said, then I apologize for the anti-Mexicanness of it. I was talking to I, one individual. I guess that's part of it, that, uh, or at least one line in there that did get some people probably upset more so than others, because a lot of people familiar with your comedy, I am as well. I didn't hear a whole lot that was, you know, a departure from some of the other stuff I've heard you say in routines before, but you did say we were slaves, speaking of black people, y'all just worked like that at the right. landscaper. Even that statement, right. uh, you don't apologize for that one either? You think that one I, got too close to going over I the line? I can't apologize for it, even if it was close to the line, because at the end of the day, I wasn't there to make racial conversation. I was there to tell a joke. The joke was, if Mexicans love America, could they give black people Mexico? That was the entire joke, because we'd love it and it's real close. We couldn't go back to Africa because of the flies. That was the joke. None of that's airing on the tape. This is an hour and a half show, sir. Now, would you, um, do you understand, at least, some people hearing that, and you were talking to right, one? Let's just stop this here. Here's the part that gets to me. Now, this thing first started because certain people are using certain words, right? Yeah. And a comedian started to apologize for that. Now, it's not even the slur words. You're getting to the point where you cannot do humor of any kind without people being fucking uh, offended by it. People lose it over anything. It doesn't matter anymore. And this is kind of the uh, gleifying of America, where, God forbid, a joke happens and someone feels like their group is on the wrong side of it. I guess Cat Williams bullied Mexican-Americans? This would be what would be considered bullying. Now, I would consider it that he had to deal with a heckler, but this is now um, Cat Bullying. Now, if you think, all right, this whole thing is dropped. Here's something else came out, and this is just local people 
local Mexican Americans are now linking up to YouTube, uh, and they're pissed at Cat Williams, uh, and borderline making threats against them. Yeah. All right. Here's we'll just play a couple of them. Um, let's go to the girl for us at the top. And uh, this what? is how America deals this with it. This is my comments for Cat Williams and his racist rants in Phoenix, Arizona. It is absurd that you're going to a state that has already passed all these racist laws against our people. And you're going to stand there and you're going to spit the same rhetoric that we get from the Minutemen and the fucking white supremacists and the neo-Nazis. Do you know how much hate crimes have elevated in Arizona and all the fucking violence that Mexicans are subject to and all the injustices that we have suffered for the last 500 years? And let me educate you real quick on a few things. California was stolen from us, the indigenous people, by the Spaniards. The Spaniards then in return sold California to the Northern Europeans. So it was white people jacking our shit and then selling it amongst themselves, okay? We did not fucking give it up that easy. Now, you have to also keep in mind that we have been victims Hold of on, genocide. I, I, she should be teaching history because I love jacking our shit <laughs> and then selling it to someone else. Sell them All right, let's keep going through. I, by the way, I, I think she's great. She's one of my favorites. She's good. All right, let's find some more. All right, here's this guy. Yeah, Cat Williams video. Yeah, Mexicans getting insulted by Cat Williams in Phoenix. That one dude in the table in the front row getting getting up and bucking up to that cat. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that little clown. <laughs> Man, I felt bad for that dude at the table. He was like, he was like the only one standing up. Like, yeah, cat. He's guys. He's kind of fucking confused. Now this is a scary looking fucking guy here. Yeah, this guy has like fucking MS thirteen tats and shit. He starts his just the graph is is cat as a pussy. And Cat Williams is a bitch. Right, this little video right here is a bitch ass Cat Williams came to my state Arizona and tried to disrespect Mexicans. You gotta understand, the majority of the population in Arizona is Mexican and get disrespectful like that is just completely unacceptable. So, I came to a conclusion of how we can make this shit right. So, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna offer bitch-ass Cat Williams 15 racks to come and fight me. And if you win, you'll get the 15 racks. And if you lose, I get the satisfaction of smacking you around. Cause I'm sure you ain't trying to put 15 racks up. And we're filming it, bitch. But it uh, could go down another way. Uh, don't fight him, cat. Uh, this guy's gonna fuck you up. Now, 15 racks is 1,500 dollars. I think so. Yeah. It was a 15,000. I think it's. I think it's 1,500. Uh, a rack. Well, let's take it back. Oh, God damn it. Why aren't we going back to where we were? I want to keep going. Him. What you can do is you could just apologize. You know what I mean? I'm gonna apologize for him. Video, come down here and get that ass beat. Oh, that's fifteen hundred. Whatever you wanna do. Fifteen racks is right here. It's on the line. I'm putting my bread up. Let's come out here and smack the shit out of you. I'm over here in my apartment. I got my homies with me. My black partners too, so anyone else wanna say some gay shit. Whatever, you know what I mean? It ain't even a, it's just the fact that you disrespect my race in general in a state where the majority of the population is Mexican. 
because I was fucking gay. So let's get this shit cracking. Let's fix it. All right, don't fight him, cat. He'll fuck you up. Bitch ass. Come back and get you. The fuck? All right, let's go down to the uh, next one. show insulting Mexicans you know he was going off on this one Mexican guy in the front like this cholo guy like as a Mexican my parents were born in Mexico and I was born here you know my first language is Spanish I feel insulted man it sucks man I love Cat Williams man I love black people man I freaking watch Family Matters religiously man every night man oh Laura Winslow oh my gosh she's still hot now Freaking Urkel, man. Put the link to the video down here so you guys can watch what happened. So you guys can tell me what you guys think. Was it racist or not? But then again, he's a comedian, so you never know, you know? And like, it's crazy because you see, like, you see Catwoman's talking shit to the Trollo in the front. And the Trollo's throwing up gang signs, you know, like all crazy and shit. <laughs> what, if, what if the Trollo was just deaf, you know? Those are, he was like telling them, hey man, like, where's the restroom at? You know? And then when, when Catwoman was making fun of the Mexicans, you see all the other people like cheering and shit, like all like happy. Woo! USA! I can just imagine like one of like that one Mexican guy like surrounded by a whole bunch of black people. What, what can he say? You know, like yeah. Go back to Mexico, man. That video Catwoman says I can tell you some chiclets. Man, can you tell me some chiclets? Alright, first of all, he's my favorite person in the world. <laughs> Because he doesn't know what side he's on with this. This guy's great. And he looks fucking... But we live in a fucking society now that soon we're going to be outlawing stand-up. Yeah, why not? Why not Why not do it? Because someone will get fucking... Uh... Everybody who gets their fucking feelings yeah. hurt because of a joke now uh, feels like that they can hide behind this bullying thing. Um... Let's go over to Andrew. Andrew, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, going back to the clips that you were playing, that girl screaming, you know, fuck this, fuck that, every other word. Yeah. She's doing more to harm her people than Cat Williams ever thought of doing. And Why is she harming her people? I thought she was fine with it. I, I don't think so. I think that she was, I mean, if you're going to discuss something, you got to take at least a little bit of the emotion out oh, of it. Oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You sound like a baby. Talking about jacking their shit. She, they jacked her shit. By the way, she's very attractive, too. Go, go back to her. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, she's very attractive, and she's serious as shit. Got to play a little more of her. For the last 500 years, 95% of our population was wiped off of our continent. Okay, maybe that's why we didn't have the power or the say to be able to fight for all of our land. And another thing, this whole chanting USA, USA, go to fucking YouTube and look at all the videos that the Minutemen do. That's all they know how to fucking say because they don't want to say Mexicans get the fuck out of here because that's really what this is about. This isn't about you being funny or you being funny with this man that stood up against your fucking racism. This is about you taking the opportunity and losing your fucking cool and really telling us how you really feel about Mexicans. This is a very sick and... I kind of dig her though. 
Um, Eric, you're on the Ron and Fez show. It's a Guerrero. Uh, this uh, this kind of reminds me of what's going on in British Columbia. You know, if you uh, you have comedians go up there and, and their mind, and if they offend anyone in the audience, the audience members could have that comedian fined for for you know speaking his mind. I mean, if you make a gay joke and it happens to be a gay guy in the audience. You know, you can be fine for offending him. I, I think that's ridiculous. I think that's where we're headed. We are definitely headed in that direction. Definitely. And I thought it was really interesting when, a couple of years ago, when the um, radio guys were being attacked, I think we even said back there, you watch stand-up comedians are going to be next. And when rappers are, would get attacked... People wouldn't fucking stand with them. I don't understand why everyone wants to give their fucking rights away. People don't think, and they just want to feel safe. And I guess feeling safe is also included. Because they feel okay. safe that day, then they feel fucking safe. Yeah. Because then they can say, well, I know where the line is, and fucking Cat Williams doesn't. And, you know, wait for the next one. Wait for the fucking next one when they're accused of bullying people. Um, Aaron, you're on Run FS. Hey, Ron, I'm a ham and egger, a real, a real deal ham and egger. Every time you say that, it fucking hurts, and it pisses me off, man. And when's it going to stop? You owe me an apology. Well, let me just say this. When I was talking about ham and eggers, I meant that person in particular. Not all ham and eggs. You know what? I mean, I have bacon and eggs, and I feel like that's so close that's that I can even identify with the ham and eggers. you always say, Ronnie. You took our land, you son of a bitch. You know, we're all here together. And whether you're a ham and egger, a scrap and egger, or a French toast and fried potatoes person, mm. we're all together. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jason. You're on the Run Fez show. Ronnie, take this one step further and we walk right into thought crimes. We practically... Well, I mean, the fact is, uh, word crimes is where we are right now. So that if you say anything, you're thought of as somebody who is inciting uh, violence. You're a terrible person. It's ridiculous. That's not that far away from thought crimes. It's really not. Um, well, I think with the Tracy Morgan thing, he was talking about violence against gay people. No, he's doing a joke. He was doing a joke about his own kid. Uh, and I think comedians for years have said the thing, I'll kill my kid if. I know they have. We've all said that. It doesn't mean that we were setting out to fucking kill anyone. Uh, I know people on this show have said, I would knock out, fill in the blank. Doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> but guess what? It never happens. You're never going to really knock out a fucking celebrity. No. Or anyone else. Um, you're talking shit. <laughs> um, here is uh, Justin. You're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, what all these damn beings need to realize, and what I get tired of them hearing, or hearing them say, is that they owned it. You know, that we took it from them. Mexicans actually never owned anything. They are the direct result of the Spaniards breeding with the Indians in that, that area. Mexicans never actually owned anything at all. So you're saying that they should be identifying with the Spanish Empire at the time? Yes. 
Absolutely. If uh, they need to go one way or the other, they're either going to be with the Spaniards or they're going to be with the Indians. You know, and if you want to go that... Uh, I'm going to pick the Indians if it was up to me. The Indians, that's back when, you know, you had conquering nations. The Spaniards conquered them, which means you lost, you get nothing. All right, thanks, Bill. Thanks. Uh, the ancient history thing doesn't play into it. What happened that night, it was a heckler and a comic handle and a heckler. Uh, people are very, very rarely kind with a heckler. Why would you be? I mean, it's, that's the point, right? Just fucking chum down. Yeah. Um, here is Terry. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. Uh, it's just really starting to bother me how all these small advocacy groups, uh, they just think that their rights, like their right to freedom of speech and freedom to uh, the pursuit of happiness, is more important than everybody else's. Uh, why it, can't you say what you want to? That's what we're founded on. It's very, very interesting that you cannot, uh, that at some point, we expect not to be offended in this society. That we want to have a non-offensive day. Yeah. Everything to agree mm-hmm. and go fucking smoothly and nothing to fucking hurt us. And we all have jokes that we don't think are funny. Uh, particularly if uh, the, it has anything to do with you and anyone that you know. Um, and yet, why should you be spared from that? You know? Um, let's go over here to Doug. Doug, you're on the Run Face Show. Hey, uh, I'm just calling in to say I'm kind of for holding back these comedians on some of these things. I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm upset. I'm a big guy. Because there's so much political correctness that you can't make fun of basically anybody, the only thing that people seem to make fun of these days is if somebody's fat. And that seems to give people, in their minds, the right that if I go on an airplane or on a bus or just sit in a movie theater, that they can just lean over and go, hey, don't you think it's unfair that I have to sit next to you? Shouldn't you go into your house and die? Fuck that. Fuck them for getting in my face and they have the right to talk to me like that. And fuck anybody who makes it okay that they think they can just make fun of people like that. Because those aren't jokes. That's bullshit. Now, so, Doug, if it was up to you, anybody who does fat jokes uh, would be attacked in the way that Cat Williams is. I'm saying in the sense that if the only people that we're allowed to make fun of now is fat people, it's not fair. No, there is no doubt about that. There's no doubt in my mind that you are not 100% correct. That those jokes are still left out okay. And why is why would we say that somehow um, gay people and their feelings are more important than fat people and their feelings or bald people and their feelings or four-eyed bitches? <laughs> Well, they um, were born that way. Born yeah, well, they were born that way or else their eyes just start to go that way. <laughs> um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Chris in Buffalo. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, look, man, I'm uh, I'm Hispanic. My Both my parents are Mexican. And I got no problem with what Kat said. I think people are a little too hypersensitive. I mean, you go to a comedy show... You know, that that's the whole point is to kind of make fun of 
things like that. Here's the funny thing about it. You're going to Cat Williams' show. You got seats in the theater in the front row. This isn't even like um, going into the the local chuckle butts when you didn't know what you're up for. You got front row seats at Cat Williams. You know you're paying at least fifty plus uh, per seat there. So what is this guy shocked about? I couldn't tell you. I I, I don't know. I mean, you go to a comedy show, expect these things. You know, that's all I got, Ron. Peace. See, I think the guy should obviously expect this out of Cat Williams. He's, yeah, like you said, he's going to the show. But if Cat Williams is going to do anti-Mexican jokes in Arizona, he's got to expect somebody's going to get upset. But why does that end up on CNN? He had no idea. He had no problem with getting a heckler, and no problem with shutting a fucking heckler down. That was all fine. Everything was fine about what happened. Yes, any comedian can be fucking heckled, and if somebody isn't there to police the room, it could go on for hours. But how do we now get to fucking CNN with this? It's fucking crazy. Uh, here's uh, Cigars and Scott, Chairman of the Fest. I could give a flying fuck about Cat Williams or his adobo builders and whatever war he's in. Oh, jeez. As a, as a Taylor Ham and Egger, I don't want to be lumped in with a bunch of fucking Scrapple and Egg Eaters. That's my problem here. You know, I've written a Taylor Ham and Egg joke, and it's called, why can't we call it what it really is, Canadian Bacon and Eggs. You know what? We got Bruce Springsteen. Where's your Rosalita, motherfucker? Where's your Rosalita? Uh, there's no comeback from that. I mean, they do have fucking Springsteen. He's theirs. Bum, 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 bum. Let me ask you something. Where's your big man? Cigars and scotch? How you feel about that? Where's your big man? Um, what is it to the, to the point, though, where suddenly making jokes is now seen again as threats? And one of the things that they were mad about Cat was that he got the crowd to chant USA as if chanting USA as, I'm going to say, hack... And WWE, as that is, how is that a dangerous thing? Uh, they probably just feel like it's just going to turn into an anti-Mexican fucking riot. I mean, that's how I feel they're going to spin it. Like, oh my God. All it's not I going know. to turn into a riot. No one fucking... Tracy Morgan was also not going to fucking hurt anyone. No. I can guarantee it. Fucking... Uh. We've gotten so fucking afraid here. And the YouTube and the... Everything getting on video isn't helping either. Since now, everything- I do like it. I like being. I like all the Mexican people going on there. Fuck you, cat. I'm gonna fuck you up. Because if I'm cat, I'm like, holy shit. Fifteen racks. I am. Oh, I'm gonna just book fucking Minnesota and Ohio. I'm staying out of the Southwest. Um. You're on the Run Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I have no problem with uh, the jokes and everything. I, and I also don't have a problem with Hispanics getting mad at Cat and, you know, making those tapes. Because you look at what happened when Kramer was using the N-word and he was in his audience. I mean, he has, like, the same thing happened with black people. They were getting on YouTube and saying, oh, that's messed up. Kramer's a happen. So I think it's the, kind of the same thing. What do you think? No, I, I agree 100%. But let me also say this. The th- thought of Kramer being a has-been. Uh, it's like calling Michael Jordan a has-been. I mean, you can't get much bigger 
than being on the fucking Seinfeld it's show. Fucking I'm Kramer. sorry. He was the wacky fucking neighbor on Seinfeld. What you the can't fuck? get any bigger. So the whole fact that when I see people saying like, he hasn't done shit <laughs> since fucking Seinfeld, that doesn't even make sense to me. Doesn't have to. Then it's like making fun of Larry Bird for no longer being on a championship basketball team. You spend the rest of your life taking victory laps after you've been on Seinfeld. Hell yeah. Um, Jennifer, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, I was just calling to say, like, first of all, that guy bought tickets to the Cat Williams show because obviously he liked Cat Williams at some point. That's why he bought tickets there. He can get over himself and fucking not buy tickets anywhere and not go to the show and shut his mouth and stop whining about it. I'm Mexican and I'm Catholic and I breed just so you guys can have your lawns mowed. Well, you're doing your own jokes about yourself. <laughs> all right, bye. It's a joke. Uh, very good point. Uh, as a, a person who grew up Catholic, I've heard Catholic jokes uh, from the stage my whole life, Pope jokes, um, priests molesting jokes. I can't say... Um, I'm going to go just the opposite and go and say this. It, those actual jokes made me rethink some of the religious stuff that was brought to me as a kid. In other words, I found him somewhat a lightning. Uh, George Carlin, in particular, the Class Clown album, when he was talking about being an Irish Catholic, was like the first time that I went, holy shit, that's fucking, that's us. <laughs> I, which I thought was great, uh, great at the time. Um, but I think a lot of this stuff started with Glee, with the bullying and the don't bully and somehow acting like words can turn to violence. Um, and I don't understand why people don't care about the First Amendment. Oh, they don't, they don't, they don't know if people really care about many amendments. And if you watch that show, the bullying of people who don't think and feel exactly the way that they do on that show, that's still bullying. Yeah. Um, we're still figuring out who not to like because they don't agree. Every other what week, group think there was a fucking like oh next week episode about bullying the entire fucking season. Um, let's go over here to uh, Rich in Buffalo. You're on fest. Hey guys, the uh, the funny thing is they go after these easy targets like comedians from you know the privacy of their own home through web webcams or the anonymity of a, of a blog, and then. They won't go after, let's say, the, the well-known white supremacists in their area or whatever, because they know that guy's going to kill them, you know? And, and so they go after the comedian, the easy target. Um, yeah, but again, it becomes part of this group think. If you're not thinking like us, you're totally wrong. Now, here's what I like to say. It's the people who don't think exactly like you are the only people who can teach you anything new. Yeah, otherwise, it's just fucking hearing what you already know. What you're knowing over and over and over. And then it's just kind of like a weird stasis-like place. It's interesting for you to figure out where your agreeableness runs into a dead end and you're left on your own. You're at a cul-de-sac. Oh, cul-de-sac. You look around. Yeah, you, you had nowhere to go there. No, no, You start no. to drive along like, hey, aren't we all together? <laughs> and then you were lost at a fucking dead end. Um, let's go over here to uh, Damien. You're on a fuzz. Hey, how you guys doing? 
Yeah, I just had to call in just to let let these adults know. As a young adult, didn't we learn in the fifth grade sticks and stones can break my words will never hurt me? Um, and I do kind of agree with if someone is actually throwing sticks and stones, they should be arrested. Dangerous. Um, and even the fact of hate speech, if there was actual hate speech, if somebody started doing bits of, hey, we should take it upon ourselves to round up the Mexican-Americans and attack them, I'd be like, this sounds like dangerous people. Let's get the FBI to look into this. That'd be some shitty standout, too, I mean. But Cat Williams doing fucking jokes, I don't think is dangerous. Um, Jeff, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B., how you yeah. doing? What can I do for you? I was just wanting to make the point that it always seems to me when you hear these people want, wanting an apology for a joke that's been told, they were laughing hard at the white people jokes, the black people jokes, the retarded people jokes. But as soon as the joke's on them, they have a problem with it. Uh, and I'm going to agree 100% there. And uh, But I also think we're all that way. You know what I mean? We are all, hey, I thought that was really funny what you said until you said it about me. That's kind of the human condition. But do we want to shut people down for saying that? Now, Fez, have you ever heard of a comedian leading people to doing violent acts? No, like leading an angry mob, no. So what are we worried about then? What what is our Tracy Morgan problems? What is our Cat Williams problems? Uh, the Tracy Morgan problem is that there has been a rash of bullying against gay people, and he is an icon that people might listen to. Has it ever happened? Has it ever happened because somebody heard a stand-up show that they went out and actually hurt somebody? No, not that I'm aware of. Then what the fuck are you talking about? Why would we even bring that up then? It wouldn't make any sense at all. This guy isn't going to lead any posses. He's got any Mexicans. Is that cat? That's cat. Yeah. What's he wearing around his neck? A rope? Looks like, Looks a, like a noose. Yeah. Hold that pink fucking suit. Yeah. Like a rhinestone belt there. Now Johnny's is Johnny Mexican or he's something else, right? Ecuadorian. <sighs> I was hoping we call him and try to figure out what was going on with this. Um. Here's uh, Steve and Callie. You're on Hey, guys. What's up? My son's an actor, so I can't speak about comedians. I know how hard he works when he's on stage concentrating on his lines. I wanted to ask you, Ronnie, isn't it really emotional if someone, you're up there working your craft and someone fucks with you? I've seen Jimmy Norton lose his shit. I mean, no one talks about how emotional that must be. Yeah, but again, you know, there is, it's your fucking job to, um... It's the comedian's job to kind of retain the power in the room. And sometimes you have to go to extremes to do that. And sometimes you can do it slightly. I don't see anything where fucking... Let me just put it this way. If he would have did this... If a British guy would have got up and said something about Great Britain. And you started doing revolutionary war jokes at him. 1812 jokes about him. We bailed your asses out of fucking World War II and you guys didn't do shit. Or if he said, fuck the Beatles. Oh, Jesus. Whatever he happened to say. Would people be offended today? No. 
Why not? Because that would have been ancient history. No, it wouldn't have been ancient history. It's that white people can roll with it easier. If he would have got up and did a bunch of inbred fucking white people jokes, which we've all done. If you would have done a bunch of fucking West Virginia jokes, no one would have said anything. It's not like fucking redneck jokes are not getting fucking hammered out there. Well, people love it. What about the fucking fat people jokes, Fezzy? What about fucking fat people? Do they fucking get up feeling good about themselves? If there's been a million of them? They take a lot of fucking shit. How many Stevie Wonder jokes have you seen? You ever see fucking Stevie Wonder? Hey, next fucking person doing a blind joke about me. Serious. I get my feelings fucking hurt. Sorry, Stevie. Well, you know Stevie has said to his fucking chick, Seriously? Every time somebody fucking does a bad, wears a bad jacket, it's got to come back on me? I wrote fucking fingertips. Did you? No. Songs of the fucking key of life. No one fucking brings that up. What do they get on me every time? <laughs> fucking Stevie, fucking Wonder Blind. We know I'm fucking blind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie, you're on the Run of show. Yeah, listen, I saw uh, Jim Jeffries' HBO special this weekend, and he, and you know Jim Jeffries, he's brutal, and, uh, but he's funny as hell, and it seems, like with, it seems like if he just has that Australian accent, he can get away with just about saying anything. Well, first of all, you're saying get away with saying it as if he was out to take something. Yeah. I don't understand the point of getting away with. I don't know what that means. That would mean somehow he would have done something knowingly wrong. A malicious thought, right? Yeah, and uh, fucking pulled back on it. So that whole thing makes me uh, cringe a little bit. But even beyond that, until, you know, we would have said the same thing about Cat Williams. Like, hey, Cat knows where the line is, you know, a week ago. Um... Let's go over here to Tony. You're on my face. Tony. Once, twice. Lost you. Let's go over to uh, Ron in Georgia. You're on my face. Yeah, Ronnie. Um, I just wanted to say, the thing about the white people jokes is... If, a, if someone says a white tells a white person joke, it really doesn't affect your life at all. As far as being a white person, yeah, okay, you can roll with the punches, but you will not get a job. You will not miss out on a job opportunity because people are laughing at you when you walk into the room. Okay, so if I walk into a job, someone just got done telling the funniest nigger joke you've ever heard. What you is get it? done wiping the tears out of your eyes. You look at me, all of a sudden I walk in there for a job. Am I getting that job? No, you know, but you're acting like fucking prejudice would not exist without humor. If anything, I think humor has brought people closer together. I've talked about this before. I would give as much, and I'm very fucking serious about this. In the civil rights stuff of the 1960s, um, you know, you can give Martin Luther King uh, a lot of credit. And, of course, he's gotten a ton of credit for it. But the first black person in a lot of people's homes on a weekly basis uh, was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby being on I Spy, Bill Cosby 
going on the Tonight Show and barely, if ever, at that time, talking about race or race-related stuff um, brings people together. That made bigots, maybe, you know what, I'm going to take that back. Not so much bigots, but bigots' kids think that fucking guy is cool without having a sense of racism about it. I can say the same thing about the uh, Motown acts. Uh, if you grow up uh, loving a certain type of music, the last thing that you're going to fucking do is then go, yeah, but the people who sing that music I don't like. I like their music, but I still wouldn't want to hang out with them. Oh, no. Where by the time the 1980s came around, uh, little white girls could put Michael Jackson's picture all over their walls without their dads freaking out. Now, it might be because Michael Jackson was never going to have sex with anyone, no. but the fact of the matter is, it does take time. Uh, the fact that we're talking about racism, and it's Cat Williams being attacked by Mexicans instead of uh, a white guy, might be, be seen as something that, like, hey, look... Uh, life is moving on. Um, Ian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yo, Ronnie Austin, how you doing? Good. Um, white people, uh, when we become a minority, will we be able to act like this uh, when somebody makes fun of us? Well, we'll let's be totally honest here. Do we see rednecks as being a minority? Could you come into most corporations as the redneck and, and get anything but beyond that fucking job, maybe not. Maybe redneck jokes have somewhat hurt people from the South. I know Fez likes to refer to his brother as a redneck and do all the stereotype jokes about him. Oh. Um, I don't know. I just don't know whether it's the language that is the thing that hurts. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Adam, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron. Um, I, uh, let me explain my situation. I, uh, I've done, uh, I did radio for a while. I did television. Um, I'm doing stand-up right now. And uh, I recently had a situation uh, where a group of people were together, and uh, one guy made a joke, you money-hungry kike. I laughed my ass off because it was fucking hilarious. It was good timing. It was the perfect situation. Now, there's a guy in the group now, well, every time he sees me, he calls me a kite. Now, if it was in front of me and him, it would be no big deal, to be honest. But it's always in front of a group of people. Now, I, as a comedian, I mean, I have the, uh, I have a thing tattooed on my chest. I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. I'm a huge freedom of speech guy. But my, my personal predicament is, is that this guy's fucking calling me a kike. I want to knock him out. But I have this conundrum in my head that, you know, I am a big freedom of speech guy, and I don't want to knock him out because then I'm kind of going against what I really believe in. Is this another comic? No, no, and that's the other problem. He doesn't get the comedic value. You know, he he doesn't get it. So he just thinks he can call me kike, and it's, you know, and it's okay. If it was was a funny joke, and the end... So what what do you do when he says this to you? I've said it to him a couple of times, dude, you cannot say this. How come you don't rip him? I don't what, whip him? Rip. Oh, I rip him all the time. 
Yeah. But, you know, but I don't, I don't go for the, uh, for the A-bomb, you know what I mean? I know what's appropriate and what's not. You should go for the A-bomb. <laughs> you should start talking about his daughter's vagina. All right, all right uh, I'll try that. All right, thanks. Um, let's go over here to Ben. Ben, you're on fest. Hey, buddy. You know, uh, I think a lot of people just don't understand the fucking difference between time and place, man. You can tell a crude joke with your friends at a bar if you're at a comedy club. You're at your corporate job, you know, like I work for a rental car agency. I, there ain't no way I'm telling a joke like that, man. You got to know the fucking time and place, man. People are just stupid. Thank you. Um, Turn it away, King of the Hill fucking segment. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Hey, what's up, man? I um, you just saying that you know words don't uh, words aren't the thing that that, that mean anything, but uh, you know. No, I never uh, said that at all. Uh, I, mean, I never said that at all. With propaganda, that, 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 that it was all words, you know? Well, first of all, you act like we've never had propaganda in this fucking country. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the, the racism, I mean, the, the words that people use, like that, that started with people hating the Jews and thinking the Jews are these evil people, and, and, and it led to, to the Holocaust. So that was words, you know? Uh, I don't know if you would sit around and blame the words first. First of all, in a world of who is the racist, I'd rather hear the racist fucking talk out. Um, <laughs> there are, And I'm very, very serious about that, because the last thing you want is a secret racist society going on. You want right, to know right, who the right. fuck they are. Right. Right? Hey, man, I just want to say I'm driving across country. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys through the whole way. I love your show, All right, man. thanks so much, so, dude. Take care. Uh, and I would say, Fez, the same thing about the anti-gay thing. I mean, we're having trouble pulling you into this today, Fez. But I think you would want to know who the anti-gay people are. The last thing that you want to do is say, take these thoughts and feelings you have and whisper them to each other. No, that's a recipe for fucked up disaster. It's a recipe for fucked up disaster. Yeah. You are 100% right. It'll all fall apart. Or, of, I'll go back to Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. You're holding on tight over there. This is not the conversation for you? Um, uh, no, no. I've, I, no, it's, it's fine. Okay. Um, let's go over here to uh, Todd then. You're in manifest. Hey, Ronnie, uh, about four or five calls ago, that black guy that was put in the application, he said he was talking about they were making a joke about black people. Yeah. You asked him what the joke was. Do you still want to hear it? No, stop it. Um, here is um, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on the Ron Fest show. How you doing, boys? You know, uh, first of all, uh, uh, Ron. It was Nat King Cole who had a variety show. Even well, first of all, Bill I wasn't Cosby. talking about Nat King Cole or Variety and saying the first time. The first thing that Bill Cosby did in okay, the 60s, okay. it was the first time that a black person co-starred with a white person on TV okay. as a partner. It wasn't, I'm here to uh, drive the car or anything like that. Um, it was two people that were on the show... And an equal status, we're able to do the buddy cop thing back and forth. Uh, and I think that kind of stuff is powerful. I really do. Hey, was Sammy Davis around that same time? Or was Sammy Davis is even older. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know, I didn't know. Than Bill Cosby. Wow. What shocks you about that? I thought, I thought he was younger. 
How could he be younger? He's been dead for fucking years. Well, I thought, years. you know, in, you know in, re in relation, that he was a younger man than Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, how would he be? I just, thought, I just thought he was born after Bill Cosby. How come? Rat Pack? Yeah, Rat Pack, yeah. You don't think the Rat Pack was around before the 1960s? I thought they were mainly 60s. Uh, when they got together, when we were at their most popular, it was in the 60s, right? Yeah, I guess it would have been early 60s. Oh. And then you're seeing what Cosby looked like in the early 60s. Okay. But uh, what's your point to this whole thing with Sammy Davis? Well, didn't, people, didn't Sammy Davis open up doors, too, or whatever, with the Rat Pack being the only black guy or whatever? So people were like, hey, I like Sammy Davis Jr. It kills me that you're the guy that I fucking bounce stuff off of now. What about Flip Wilson? Uh, Flip Wilson, the problem with him was that he really did play a little more of the stereotypes oh. with the cross-dressing in. I'm going to get you, killer! <laughs> My boyfriend, killer, going to get you! I don't think people saw that as less progressive than Bill Cosby. Uh, what are you checking on the Sammy Davis? What year was he born? 25. I had no fucking clue. Holy shit. Why don't we do this? We break. Uh, back in a couple minutes with a lot more. It's the Ronifest Show. If your stomach is growling Looking for something sweet to eat There's a place that I know of Stuff your face happily So come on down to Molly's Cupcakes And have yourself a special treat Now rocking in New York City On 6th Avenue and Bleecker Street They have all different types of flavors Or you can have the Ron Bennington Have yourself a cupcake for me and you 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 the virus. The Ron and Fez Show. I'm brand new. Everything I do is always brand new. I'm on the premise of reality. I can't seem to face up to the facts. I'm tense and nervous and I can't relax. I can't sleep cause my bed's on fire Don't touch me, I'm a real live wire Psycho killer, just to see Yeah, but it's the Ron and Fez show You can still get in on our uh, football pool This is... The last three days, head on over to 202 Friends for the link. Big prizes to win, nothing to uh, get involved with this. Doesn't cost you a dime. And quite a few of the Rana Fez girls are out there 
attempting to de- defeat us all. Oh, Jesus. I want nothing more than to make sure that this game is won by males um, and that all the women are at the bottom. Good. And I'm saying that because two women went and dominated our field last year. It hurts. Now, uh, there were talk about other women wanted to join our fantasy league. That was nixed. Shut down. Uh, of course, uh, Lily wanted to get involved. Yeah. And Jennifer wanted to get involved. Both of those. Not allowed then. As far as I've heard, uh, even Blowhard hasn't heard back yet. I'm writing to him. Tell him that he's uh, involved tonight's the night. Uh, 9.15 is our fantasy draft. 9.15 in the East. And we're, kick, we're keeping seven players? Seven, yes. Wow, that's a lot of players to keep. Keep your league. I might, just, <laughs> I might just sleep through it then. With seven. Go pick your I think we're at three. Three players. Um, Zito, you're very happy about that? I am. I, I chose my keepers uh, last night. Well, you got Michael Vick, who's the number one pick. <laughs> who I picked up off the waiver wire last year when nobody wanted him. Yeah, that's how fast he went from uh, no one wanted him to he's the number one pick of the season. Uh, who uh, else do you have? Uh, I have uh, Calvin Johnson, or Megatron, I believe mm. it goes by, and uh, Steven Jackson. I, he may be our number one seed this year, Zito. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. That's, That's pretty, pretty strong. Solid fucking shit right there. Another reason I don't like to lose to Zito, he has fucking Vic, and he picked him up off the fucking waivers last year. You could have gotten him. I know. I would expect that Kathleen from the Bronx to have got him, since she's the overall Philadelphia Eagles person. Exactly. She fucked up. Now, I don't know whether I'm going to be voting or just playing my Madden tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, come on in. It's going to be fun. Um, here's, uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron, Fez, Pepper. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, I went to, uh, Molly's Cupcakes in New York on, uh, Sunday, and there's no words to describe just how delicious the Ron Bennington cupcake is. It's, you know, I, I, I sat in traffic for about an hour and a half, uh, just to get into the city and then find a parking place, but the whole thing was... Was was so worth it. The staff is great. The the display case is great. That's very uh, nice of you. You know, it's it's nice for me to get a compliment on that. Uh, as you know, I took a pretty good beating from Jay Lawson's saying that the Ronnie B cupcake, not her favorite. Um, she went Boston cream. What? Come what on. The? It's good to hear you guys behind me like this. Seriously, I didn't know whether I was going to be alone. But actually, it was one of the reasons that I spent a very unhappy uh, weekend. And I decided maybe J.A. is my row. Hope you're fucking happy, J.A. Lawson's ruining your fucking Labor Day weekends. Bullshit. Just saying purposely hurtful things. Bringing Cheez-Its. I didn't know that we were going to be that kind of gang where we're all on the same side. We're a different kind of show that way. We're, uh, I like to start and call this point Ronnie's point. But every once in a while, I want to see somebody come up with their own side. Like, hey, J.A.'s not putting you down. She's just saying. There's plenty of good cupcakes and Molly's cupcakes. No, it's like you're trying to also go with what I brought up, though. <laughs> so, so many this, flavors. This wouldn't have been the time to do it. This wouldn't have been the time. You know, wait for a second. Wait until, you know, a time that I'm not just asking for it. 
I gotta get out of here at three today. No, don't leave at three. Hang out. No, three o'clock is that's as far as I go. <laughs> because I feel like this place is starting to be like a giant brick smashing oh. my head. Just bashing my head in. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's not good, is it? Now your brains will ooze out of your skull. Could you uh, promise me that we'll beat the Ron and Fez girls this year? I promise they will be beaten. I don't know whether you mean it or don't mean it. I definitely mean it. All right. Um, you know, I'm I'm actually going through, you know, hearts. Well, you know, Penn Gillette that we did the MS with. Fantastic. Listen to what he had to say about the MS show. I guess this was on... Uh, Pen Point, his show, Pen's Point. Yeah. Pen Point? PP. And I went to Sirius Radio, and I did this show called Unmasked, which is this long interview show that's really like one of the best interview shows I've ever been on, probably the best. Well, first of all, I don't need to take that shit, Pen. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, you've had a 30-year-plus career, so for you to just hang best interview show you've ever done why? on me why? is the kind of pain I don't need. Why, why is that pain? I wonder why Bill Burr didn't say that. Uh, I'd like to get the Bill Burr on masked on this week. Okay. Um, by the way, Bill is one of those comedians, to me, showing incredible growth that can make you not only laugh, but think. To me, the best comedians. Here, here's a problem that I have uh, with some comedians. When they'll go... Hey, I'm just a regular asshole. I don't fucking know anything more than anyone in the audience, and I just get up there and fuck around. Then maybe you should fucking step out of the way. Then why are you up there? And let somebody who's thought about it a little bit grab the mic. And I will say this. Bill not only makes me laugh, but I think there's an intelligence to his uh, stand-up Um that's actually growing every single year. Love the Bill Burr on the Unmasked was great. It was really fucking fantastic. I don't need you back me up on everything, Hicks. Well, I'm just saying, I really enjoyed it. That's all I'm but saying. I don't know whether to believe that or that's just the role that you're playing. Mm-mm. No roles. Are you saying that you're going to get even with Jay Lawson's for me? She's going down, down, down. That's right. Red Knight's going down. Yeah. Maybe Arson's in the fucking play. I really didn't expect to see that shot. I mean, why couldn't she have just thought it? Uh, enjoyed it, bought the cupcakes she wanted, but why fucking rip me online? It's a flame war. Maybe I'm just an awful person and I deserve it. Oh, God. I have, no. By the way, I haven't heard the term flame war in a lot of years. <laughs> Probably not since AOL was big. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm going old school. I'm going to flame him online. What? Internet speak. We know all about that. Uh, look who it is. It's Blowhard. Blowhard. Hey. I was wondering how I got left out. Nobody notified me, and everybody's got a 24-hour advantage on making their picks. There's a possibility that you're not in the league this year, Blowhard. No, nah, that's not going to happen. I'm telling you the truth. Just because I know it. Hicks is uh, afraid of me. We, uh, that's afraid. obvious. Uh, you're a joke. Year after the beating he got. And, you know, it's just... If you just don't want to play me because you fear me, just say it, Hicks. I mean, that's okay. That's a ridiculous fucking thing to say. And I know you haven't you haven't fucking looked at anything. You need to get the invite first to actually look at fucking rosters. You didn't know about this months in advance. No, no, I know what's happening in the NFL, but I want to know about the specifics of our league. You need to know, you know, how to sign up for it. You know, you need the link. <laughs> You're not. You might not be in, Blowhard. Oh, I'm in. 
Come on. I'm telling you the truth. Last I'm, year, I gave you guys life. I made every, Actually, I enjoyed it. The other guys didn't enjoy it so much. I got some annoyance. I'm going to talk to them later. But everybody got the mass email but you. Well, if that's, if that's the way it is, who's responsible anyway? Who made the call? That should be you. you you've got to be responsible. No, there have I'm, been I'm, I'm, owners' I'm meetings that you have not been part I'm of. Because I'm Twitter, maybe. That's what it's all about. I'm not a tweeter. Oh, autopilot. I don't know. All right, Blowhard. I know you guys are doing stuff on the Twitter. But, Hicks, I don't know how you can even play fantasy football when you usually sleep until 6 o'clock on a sat Sunday afternoon anyway. My shit's locked in. I don't have to watch it to kick your ass. You're not going to. I will beat you twice this year. Okay. And if not, I'll take you out and buy all the, all the booze you want. In Good, I'll break you, old man. No, you're not. And if it's a keeper league, old you Old man, want take to. a look at your tab. <laughs> I track you dry. Seriously, you, you'll, you'll take him out and he can drink till he passes out? I will take him to any bar of his choice and just sit and watch him. I will it's, say to the bartender, like the old West, put the bottle here, leave the glass. And let oh, me I like watch. this. You won't talk. I like this challenge. And then, and then He's I'll smart. He knows how to get involved. I would have went over to the cigarette machine, but they don't have them anymore. And I just keep on buying this guy some of those uh, cigarettes that he likes so much. And I'd like to sit and just watch him. He sounds All right. great. All right, Blowhard. Uh, I'll let you know when the owner's meeting goes. Talk to you later. Sounds a little creepy, but I'll take it. <laughs> you, don't have a ch you don't have a problem with it. Guy sitting you watching you with no shirt on while you drink and smoke. <laughs> Matt, you're on running first. Go ahead, Matt. Matt. Yes. You okay, buddy? I'm fine, thank you. You're kinda quiet. I just wanted to see if you're okay. I'm fine. Thanks for trying to pull a row. Did you have a good weekend? It was alright. Oh. Did you do anything fun? I'm not going to explain my weekend to you, Roe Jr. Why? I want to know what you did over the weekend. I did your I did your dad. Oh, Bez. That's my what I did. Dad. So thank you for calling. My dad's nice, dead. Nice try stealing a bit. I wasn't stealing a bit, actually. I just really wanted to see how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the drunk version of Roe calling up on a Tuesday. Okay. You don't My like bad. when the when the uh, callers point you out. Um, I know what they're. I know what he's trying to do. What was he trying to do? Um, he's trying to do the Roe bit. Uh, feign um concern when just trying to uh get me wound up. What gets you wound up? The callers wanting to talk to you. No, the, it's the it's the fake concernness of it all. What would you rather a caller do? Um, talk to uh, Ronnie B. Assume that I'm having a problem and realize it. Why would they assume this? Why would anyone assumes that the person with the talk show has a problem talking? Yeah, it's um. But he didn't call up and say, "I don't like you, Fez," or anything. He just said, "Fez, how you doing?" And immediately you were furious. Well, it just, I can tell from the tone in his voice, the, the little giggle behind it. What'd you, you do this weekend? You read people. I can read people that don't like me, yes. Do you think Zito likes you? Oh, no. I don't think so. Hicks? Hicks, I think, likes me. Hmm. What's that one? Why, why don't I like you then? We're with you the same amount of time. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's an undercurrent. What is it? There's a sarcasm there. Hicks, what, what, Hicks what? can show some genuine concern. 
So you only like people who are concerned for you. Now, do you think anyone's concerned for me? Oh, I think so. But who's concerned for me? What, why would anyone be concerned for me? I'm an adult male. I wouldn't say concerned, but care for. I know you care for me. <laughs> but I would fucking be embarrassed if you were concerned for me. I constantly ask Fez if there's anything I could do for him. And he constantly says no. Why, why, would I, why is that not caring? It just seems like it's not concerned. I might be crazy, but Sean Penn looks like he's now doing fucking news for CNN. Here's uh, Tim, you're on with Fez. Yeah, hey, Fez. Yes. Heard uh, that you were having a problem. Oh, thank you, Ro. Thanks for calling, Ro. It's not Ro. It's nice that she has such long arms. She can keep this going through Tuesday. Do you think everybody remembers your Ro conversation? That's uh, top of mind. That's why I'm going to show most people uh, don't get it, nor does it matter to them. Um, here's uh, Ted. You're on Fest. Hey, Ron, why do people on the show always make bets where they cannot win anything? They can only lose. Because they're idiots. And why wouldn't Blowhard think to himself, uh, Zito is going to fucking give Hicks, Vic, and all of his players. <laughs> fucking Mikey Boy would be glad to give Chris Johnson over. Oh, shit. Fucking whatever any of us have. We would easily. I got AP. We will all load up Hicks for that. I had eight number one draft spots. <laughs> this is going to go good. And then later he'll be like, you fucking guys cheated. Why wouldn't we cheat? Come on. If you're going to lay up something like that. Yeah, that's going to fucking... I'll destroy my season to have Vic sit there and drink all your booze. I'll smoke two carns of cigarettes in one fucking sitting. I don't care. And we will have Hicks in the fucking top of the rock fucking sitting there having drinks. <laughs> What's that fucking ballroom up in the fucking sky oh, the there? the rainbow room. Oh, the rainbow room. The rainbow flag. Yeah. Uh, don't it. Anything, anything to bring Blowhard down for no apparent reason. That's right. Not personal, nothing. Mm -mm. Just knowing that you made a stupid bet would make me fucking help Hicks. <laughs> Joe, you're on Fez. Fucking Blowhard. Hey, Ron, I got a question for you. What's that? Um, two questions. How you doing and uh, how was your weekend? None of your business. Just stop it. I know what that's supposed to mean. That I that you hate me. No. Just asking how the weekend went. Um Terry, you're a manifest. Hey Fez. Um just wanna let you know I'm a big fan of yours. Love the show. Check it out. Thank you. Thanks from all of us. Kaz says the Ronnie B is magically better than all the other cupcakes. Oh, how I lost J.A. Lawson's. Well, I mean, she was just saying that she liked one cupcake, you know. Are They're you all fucking good. joining her? Is that where you're going with no, this? Uh, well, seriously, you're on fucking Team Lawson's? There are a lot of good cupcakes. I, you know what? I would seriously love to have you as a fucking enemy. I would love it. There's so many types. They're all good. I don't think so. Most of them I don't like. Although they're bringing back that pumpkin one, right? Is Justin, the pumpkin one coming back? Just in time for fall. Yeah, I know. That's why. It's very big. They don't like to sell it during the summer. Oh, about the what season. is it called again? The pumpkin one. It's like, uh... 
<sighs> Some kind of a, like a fall pumpkin. Nobody's going to answer me on this. Molly's. I don't know what to fucking call it. Pumpkin patch? No, not pumpkin patch. Pumpkin spice? Yeah, you might be right. It's like a pumpkin spice. It's like a spicy pumpkin. Oh. Uh, Larry, you're my fizz. Hey, Pepper, how was your weekend, you big pussy? Ah! Oh, come on, I'm not a fucking pussy. Here's the pumpkin size cupcake. Yeah, I know. I had to fucking hear it from fucking Zito, not even from you. And he's what I call Mr. Fucking J. Lawson's. Well, they just get married. I have a classic taste. They had to fucking get married to each other. Um, here's Adam. Adam, you're on the Running Fish Show. Hey, uh, Fezzy, do you realize how, or do you appreciate how loyal Ronnie is to you? I've been listening to you guys oh, for a I long wouldn't, time. I wouldn't say that. It's really amazing. I mean, Fez, I love you. And I, I do have genuine concern about you. I know what, exactly what you're trying to do, Adam. You're trying to make him feel bad. No, no, no. I, I want him to actually be present. Is this one grateful. of the people that you know? Yeah. Yeah. When did you know it? It's, 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 it's the way they say, hey, Fez. You didn't think it was because he said Ron's loyal to you? Here's how, here's how crazy Fez and I have gotten. Over the fucking weekend, I have a fucking nightmare. At one point of the nightmare, I think that we have two shows in the same time. I'm trying to figure out how I can do two shows. Yet the shows were taking places at old places that I worked at. Oh, wow. Pre-me doing comedy, pre-me doing radio. The stress was fucking terrible. Fez doesn't show up for either show. When he does show up, he's drunk and yelling that he doesn't give a fuck about anything. And he's like, get in my face. This is nothing you can do about it. What's the big deal? And I was so fucking crazy in this. Now, not only the other day we had a fucking dream thing. We said you couldn't read in dreams. I read in dreams. Oh, I read the word terrorist was written out on a fucking bed sheet. We also said you couldn't throw a punch in a dream. I threw a punch and bloodied Fez's fucking nose. In the dream, I was so fucking mad at you it. You actually got one off. Holy yeah. shit. No, it was just no. peppering like that. And his nose was bleeding. And here's what I did that was so crazy. I took his blood, I rubbed it on my sheet, and I said to him, this is so later, I remember how fucking mad I am. That you would fucking A, show up late for both shows, and B, show up drunk. Wow. Oh, yeah, me out of my fucking mind in this. We woke up pissed? No, I woke up crazy like that is you know i don't want this to happen in real life i don't want to get to this fucking point i was out of my mind now that sounds like a crazy fucking dream there was actually a talking cupcake in my fucking dream were you doing the show with it no but it was one of those things like even in the dream i was tired which means like i think you're not getting a good sleep no yeah I was out of it. Bet Jay Lawson loved it. What is he bringing her up for again? Uh, talking cupcake. Cupcake, yeah. I really, I'm not going to make any jokes about her because that thing really did fucking. That's yeah, real. It was just uncalled for, and I would never fucking say anything bad about her. I've always tried to treat her like a friend. Fucking face slap. Um, by the way, Brazilian Julie wants to know if she can come to our dinner because mm. it's going to be her birthday. Oh. Well, here's the thing, Julie. A, ever since you started your big modeling career, we never see you anymore. 
and B, you're now you're a million times my favorite over Jay Lawson's. There you go. And then D, hey, aren't you Brazilian? E, hey, Senna was Brazilian too. A long list. Huh? Uh, here's Ron in New Orleans. Jeremiah Fez. Hey, Ronnie, you're a fucking genius, dude. I'm far from it. <laughs> Fez, when are you going to get into the goddamn game, man? I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. What's wrong, buddy? Why don't you know what to say? Here's, um... Mr. Charlie, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie Awesome? Hey, Fez, I was up in Lake Tahoe this weekend. Were you up there walking a the dog? Don't listen to Fez. Um, here's Bobby. Bobby, you're on running Fez. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Quick, quick and easy. Uh, very good show. Keep doing the drugs. Very good. Thank you. Okay, I know what that's supposed to mean. You don't like me. Jake, you're on running Fez. Hey, good afternoon. I wanted to call and thank you, Ron, for some advice. I called in last week. Uh, thank you on behalf of my wife. She was up in the city with the girls over the weekend, had a great time in Tribeca. Oh, she went to and, Tribeca. Nice. Yeah, they had a great time. And uh, she went Saturday night late to uh, Molly's and got me two Ronnie B's, brought them back on the plane. And Oh, I saw. She's the one who put them up to her titties? That's her. Yeah, I saw that picture. There you're, you go. You're a very lucky guy. Well, I appreciate it, man. They were great. I like your wife's attitude. Titty cupcakes. Yeah. We had, yeah. That's fun, man. Thanks. We should put on there. It's good for, like, if you want to put them up to your tits, go ahead. No one's stopping you. It's like a little asterisk. Uh, the other guy uh, that was in here with the cigars the other day, he ended up loving the places that we were sending him, right? Yeah, he loved it, yeah. I know he went to Bobby Flay's place, had a great time. He loved going up to Burger Joint. I didn't find out how you do it at Arthur Avenue. Um, I, I, he didn't email me back. I have to get in touch with him. I know he loved the two other places, though. Going to get enough Burger Joint. I don't know whether you know either one of those or you're just fucking going along with me. No, I'm not going along with you. I don't know where you're going with. No. You know what, Hicks? Fez is not having the best day today. I know. That means I need you to be step-up time. I love stepping up. Where are you today? I'm right here. You know that this isn't a, a, a Fez day today. I understand. He has good days and he has other days. Um, Josh, you're on a Fez. Yeah, um, Fez, I want... Do you keep your uh, relationship with employees like to a certain level now because of what may have happened in the past? I remember you used to always get along with everybody, even from WNEW, and then after that you used to, you know, you had problems with Dave, you, you give Pepper a hard time once in a while. I mean, are you just trying to keep them at bay and not get too close? Well, I don't see anyone really socially. Like, what he's saying when he, we go to a dinner. He said you used to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't do that anymore. What happened? Well, um... I I tried to do it with Chris, but Chris never wanted to go out. So, oh, the office. Remember what happened when you got drunk that time and you said a bunch of mean things about him? Two or three times, actually. You say he keeps the fucking place like a pigsty. I think the reality is this: something happened with one of the NEW employees, <sighs> where you felt like you got too close, and then you never wanted to be uh, close again. Um, here's uh, Lady Trucker. Yeah, and you pick em lead, elimination lead, because Ron and Fez girls are going to kick your butt. 
I never knew that you were a part of the Ron Fez Girls. Yes, I am. Oh, I am stunned. Wow. I am stunned. Are uh, you a big yeah. football fan, Lady Trucker? No, I used to be, but since I started trucking, I can't watch the games that much, so my feelings get hurt too much. What are you, like seven days a week trucking? Yep. I go out 12 days, and I'll take two days off. So 12 and 2, 12 and 2. Yep. Man, that's not an easy life, huh? No, it sucks, but, uh, you know, it's got its little century side, that's it. And how many hours a day are you driving? Uh, about 10 hours a day. Wow. Or 70 hours a week. I wonder what the amount of truck drivers that end up with really bad backs are. It's got to be tremendous amount, right? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, we, you know, we got the air ride seats now and a lot of adjustments we can make on it, but... Uh, back before air ride seats were invented, every truck driver had problems with their back. Yeah, I bet. I mean, the most I've ever done is like about five straight days of driving, driving across the country. And most of those were probably not even 10-hour days. And you get pretty burned out fast. Yeah, um, but I mean, when you're in a car, too, uh, I'm, I'm good for maybe an hour or two in a car seat, and that's it. You can't handle it. It's tough. Yeah, our truck seats have a lot of adjustments on them. All right. Thanks a lot, honey. Well, they must hate driving vacation. If they get a vacation, I'm sure they're not going to drive anywhere. That's true, Fez. You'd be like, let's just fucking stay home. I don't want to drive anymore. That's the fucking point. Um, let's go over here to uh, Mike, you're my Fez. Hey, uh, Ron Fez. How are you guys doing today? Yeah. Sound like a million bucks. Hey, first, buddy, uh, I've been listening since the Ron and Ron days, and I'm not calling to give you shit or anything, man, but, uh, uh, you know, you got to get your head up, get out, you know, live your life. You're a good guy, I know, I can hear, I can hear through the radio, uh, you know. Thank you, my go friend. Out do some, go out and do something, you know, have some fun, get out of your, uh, get out of that apartment, maybe give her, I mean. I know you love the cat, but maybe you uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you to him. You don't like to uh, kind of interact with callers, Fess? Well, no. I mean, it's yes. I understand. I should go out and do things. I I. But I'm saying I you're understand. not interacting. Like when he was talking, you just sat back and normally, like in a talk show environment, it's a give and take. Yeah, I didn't know what to give. Should we I go agree. without phones? I got no problems to drop the phones for now on. Um, what would you like? I, I think I would just be uh, just as locked up, so I don't want people not to talk to you. Mm. You know, <coughs> But when they call, they annoy you. They annoy you when they call. Well, not, I think some of them try to, try to get at me, try to hurt but I, me. But I didn't want to try to go to a spot. Was better to take calls or not take calls? No, take the calls. Hmm. Magic Spider wants to know did the office get cleaned on Thursday yes there was a big cleaning on Thursday yes. how does it look now it looks much better I, cl I fucking dumped out a lot of this most of the fucking shit I've been somewhat hoarding tendencies I realized so I just fucking dumped everything the clean ladies were very annoyed why are you such a hoarder now don't know. I just it's it's weird because I, I it's like I'll have a stack of CDs. Like what if what if I what if there's something on there I might need one day? <laughs> That's I I don't need it, but you know something comes up. Hmm. 
Todd Pittsburgh, you're on Fez. Hey, I was wondering if I could get some fantasy football advice from Fez. What's um, that? Sh- should I take a running back early, or should I sit down and cry like a closeted homosexual? Oh, I would go with that running back. See, I plan on crying. There's a time limit. I mean, you want to draft? Uh, what is the time limit on that? 90 seconds. You know what I like to do? I like to get rid of the auto. And if 90 seconds, you know what you're doing, you just got to fucking grab anybody. All right, that's fucking... I, I hate the auto pick. That's bullshit. I don't want the fucking computer shoving someone into my fucking roster. It should be like the real NFL where the other person can just jump over you and start taking people. That's good. And I normally call first and let that person know before I make the official. Like it happened to the Vikings year after year. We could turn it to 15 seconds. That's insane. <laughs> Rapid draft. If somebody doesn't show, I think that they should then be able to pick at their leisure when the rest of us are done. <laughs> Supplemental draft? Get the scraps. Maybe they get Michael Vick on the waiver wire. Uh, JP, you're on manifest. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, on Friday, you never said anything about it. The what? Um, I would give it, on a Philly level, it would have been considered a D sandwich. Wow. Really? Yeah. Here in New York, I would give it a B. Huh. For a New York sandwich. For you. Pork sandwich. Porchetta NYC, Town East Village. Say it again? I see. I'm going to ask you one more time. Your phone's breaking up. I'm sorry. Porchetta NYC. It's a pork sandwich. It's, it's, check it out. Now, whatever happened to the egg and potato sandwiches that we were supposed to It have? was in deep fucking Red Hook. I don't know if it's going to be still be hot by the time getting back here, even with a cab. It's a long drive, and I don't want to give you a cold fucking breakfast. I'll, I'll, I'll get none. <laughs> I want to give you something nice and hot. I know what it is. You're getting a fucking breakfast for yourself every day. No, that, that doesn't matter to me. Really? Because I know you get it every day. Do you split with fucking Zito? Fuck no. that. No. I don't give shit to him. I throw it out, and I make it, make sure he sees it. I don't, I'm not even going to finish this, Zito. Throw it in the fucking garbage. So You're not you, getting shit. You might insane. not be as nice as people fucking... <laughs> Seriously, that's just a cruel fucking way of being. And when, when Pepper's not here, I don't I don't get his breakfast. There's just no breakfast. Yeah. It that's hurts. fucking rules. Um, oh, is that right? That if Pepper's not here, nothing? Nothing. Um, Ryan, you're on the fist. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, what does Fess think about hypnotherapy for his, uh, problems that he's having? Um, I, I had tried that before. I guess it didn't take. But I, I had tried uh, a hypnotist and even some CDs. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show. Go over and sign up for our big pool. I would actually recommend this. Get your friends to sign up. Split prizes with them. Get your kids to sign up. Split prizes with them. And these prizes are huge. For the Eliminator Challenge, you get a football signed by Pat Summerall. How long is he going to live before that's a huge collectible? Duh. And a copy of The Big Lebowski signed by Jeff Bridges. How long is he going to live? Talk about a collectible. And then for the Pick'em, you can win a football signed by Franco Harris and a copy of Full Metal Jacket signed by Vincent D'Onofrio. 
Those are two prizes for the grand prize. They're both gigantic. You know what would be hard to even rank those people on how much you like them? It's crazy. Pat Summerall is one of those guys you didn't realize how much you liked your whole life until he was gone. Then you're like, ugh, this guy's a lot worse than Pat Summerall. I feel bad now. I should have appreciated him more. Chris, you're on the Run of Fish show. Yeah, Ron, uh, I just wanted to throw my hat in the ring about the uh, the sandwich conversation that uh, that you guys, that that guy just brought up. Uh, a place I wanted to tell you about was uh, Mama's in Corona. Unbelievable roast pork sandwich. Mozzarella, gravy, the whole thing. Fantastic. I highly recommend it. And another place, uh, not for roast pork, but uh, amazing Italian combo, Sal, Chris, and Charlie's in Astoria. So I figured I'd throw that out at you. How's this in the story place? You don't know about it. No, this is the place we've gotten stuff from. Before. Oh, we already know them? Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. That's really my favorite stuff. so far. I would give that C- in Philly. All right, nice. Which puts it in A in fucking New York. <laughs> Take it. C- or a D? Oh, just going over, breaking that foot, going to D? Yeah. Wow. Maybe I need to make some of the fucking people make Philly runs. Couldn't hurt. Mm. I sent Pips. Frank, you're in a fess. I want to say one thing, Ron. I think that Fuzz, if you look at this whole thing in perspective, is actually a lot bigger man than he comes off, sir. He's wealthy. He's a nationally syndicated radio host. When that Molly McShane got a smart mouth on her, why don't you tell people who straightened her out real quick? The Nature Boy is going to be back soon, and when he does, I hope everybody... I just, I can't let these people r- ran on, ramble on like this, Fez. Right. This is your thing. Get in, get involved. You're just having, not, having a good day today, huh? No, I'm pretty. You are pretty. Frozen up. No, you are, you're pretty. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What are you frozen up about? You had a nice weekend, right? Comfortable weekend. I mm-hmm. talked to you then. Yeah, I was I was doing okay. So yeah. it's the job. Um, maybe this causes it. If you had, a, I mean, if it was fine up until now, then it's the job. <laughs> then it's the fucked up job. Uh, Chris, you're running first. Yeah, Ron, you guys, uh, you were talking about the draft limit time and people auto pick and all that. There's nothing more frustrating when you're sitting there in the draft and there's that player you see and, and you got your eye on him and you're like, man, this would be a steal if I could get this guy and nobody's picked him. Then you realize the guy with the pick ahead of you is on auto pick because he didn't decide to show up. And there's nothing that pisses me off more. I agree. The auto pick should be fucking dismantled. Bullshit. That you should still get the same 90 seconds, but you should be have to fucking hunt and peck. That's right. Nah, the auto pick is the worst thing ever. Fuck it. I wish there was a way to just burn it down. Who are we going to get if we don't use Blowhard? Oof. We got to pull some off. I like that Rob Cross in our league. Well, and that got fucking enough. left out. Joe in Brooklyn, you're on my face. Joe, once, twice, you're out. Uh, Bob, you're on my face. Yeah, I want to get on this advice show, Ron. Uh, 
like to tell Fez, what do you, all you need to do, Fez, to get out of your rut, put your sign on yourself that says, help me, I'm a virgin, and go down there to one of your favorite bars down there in Chelsea or wherever it is you go to, and I'm sure they'll help you out. I would just hate someone to hold up a sign that says, I know why. Like you, they would take the time to write that up. Or even bring a sign with them, an unwritten sign. <laughs> why these places the have uh, why you signs do, and markers? You don't think that you're fuckable? No, no. Mm-mm. I didn't know. I didn't know that's why you stayed a virgin. Yeah, that that's part of the. We uh, ought to do a play called the Unfuckable Molly Brown, and you're playing the part of Molly Brown. That's part of why. That's part of the fear of being with somebody, because I don't feel like I'm very uh, doable. Why not? Well, on the heavy side, very hairy, just... Mm. Some people like the hair. Bear it. Bears. Takes all kinds. Plus, if you're on the fucking good side of a teabag, what do you fucking care? Who's doing it? Yeah. You've already crossed the fucking line there. No, I'm not believing that. I think this is the thing that you say that people then call up and say that you're attractive. Because a lot of people have. Even Bri Bri says that you're fucking gorgeous. That's a great compliment. That is. Jimmy and Queen, Jeremy and Fez. Whoops, try again. Go, Jimmy. Hey, how are you, boys? Oh, good. Oh, well, you're talking about the Fonties in Brooklyn for potato and egg and the pepper and egg on a hero. Yeah. That's the place to go. Yeah, we have the name, but it's fucking yeah. really far away. Not really. If you go right through the tunnel, you zip right through on the west side. You zip right through. All right, I got to rework my map work then. I think you go right through the tunnel. You're paying a toll. It's right behind the tunnel. All right. It's right behind the fucking tunnel. You got to get him to stand. Can I tell you something about you, Chris? Yes. You give up too easy. Oh, no, I don't give up. Never. I'll get you this breakfast by hook or by crook. Now you're making me feel like I'm on the bad side of a teabag. Oh, Jesus. I want from the story of the good side of a teabag. To the bad side. No, don't you? I don't want you to ever feel like that. Tony. Hey, uh, Ronnie, you got to try this place downtown on Canal Street called uh, the Meatball Shop, 84 Stanton Street. The place is great, man. It's what do you got? Meatball sandwiches? Meatballs. Hope so. You got meatball sandwiches. You can get, just get regular meatballs. The sides are unbelievable. The great sides? Place. What? A meatball is a side. <laughs> Uh, it's dynamite. I'm not going to get a fucking meatball and not put it on a fucking hoagie roll. What am I going to do? No, have, gotta, sit there with a fork eating meatballs with no pasta? Here's a bowl of fucking meatballs, Ron. You know, here's the problem. If you're going to make the meatball in the sauce, take an extra five minutes to make the fucking pasta. Man, no time. You know? Then give me like a nice fucking thing of bread, and you got a full meal in itself. That sounds good, actually. Hungry. Yeah. Here we go. Maybe We're all hungry. What do we got planned for today's lunch? I got pretzel rods. That's the only plan right now. This is killing me. We make balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen them before. They're very fucking famous in the uh, New York Magazine, I believe. What are they called? Meatball Shop. That's just the whole name of it, Meatball Shop. The Meatball Shop. It's fucking crazy that that name was still hanging around for them. <laughs> I can't fucking replace Ichiban and 202 Friends, but the word Meatball Shop just fucking exists. Ronnie, you're a Ronnie. 
Once, twice. Hey, 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 fast, fast, fast. Listen, dude, I'm not gay, but to get you out of your slump, I'll give you a deep dickin'. I don't even know you, sir. Uh, Andy, you're on Renefez. Uh, hey, buddies. Hey, um, I made it my, my goal to call in and bust Fezzi's balls for the last, I don't know, couple of months before his father's passing. And you know what? I have to say, I feel very bad for him since his passing. He seems like a different person. And I have to say, I'm very disappointed in you and Pecker letting people Pecker. pick on him constantly. How about this? Hey, fuck you, fuckstick. What the Eat fuck it. do you know, you fucking piece of garbage? How the fuck are we going to fucking protect a full-grown man? Fuck you. Well, nice to know that me and Pecker get fucking blamed for everything. That's ridiculous. No, it shouldn't That's fucking happen. That's not fucking happen. And watch your language, Fez. That happens 89% of the time. Me and Pecker are taking Pepper. the fucking heat for not fucking wrapping you up in a fucking baby blanket and carrying you fucking home. That'd be weird. Probably like a shopping cart. Well, this is what happens, Pecker. It's, it's Pepper. This guy just said Pecker. It's, it's Pepper. But it is a fucking good way for this fucking pussy. And what's his name? Andy in Memphis? Fuck you, Andy in Memphis. Fuck you and fuck Memphis. Yeah. You killed to, fucking Elvis. Go to hell. You racist motherfuckers. I don't even know if they're racist there. It's probably. That's a good but yeah, call. yeah, because it's the so South. Martin Luther King died. Thank you. Oh. MLK. Well, I shouldn't say die. Got killed. Well, he still died. Yeah. Smoke your money, Fez. Oh, buddy. Hey, uh, Fez, I was uh, wanting to see what you thought about the Buccaneers this year. Happy birthday, Bobber. Uh, Fez, your Buccaneers are one of the mystery teams. Yeah, and I think they're still... I, but the problem is they're a little bit less of a mystery. People know this Josh Freeman can come from behind. They, uh, you know, they've... Well, you're not going to stay... You can't do upset specials forever. Yeah. They uh, what did they win their division? Finish second list. Did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't make the playoffs. Okay. So they got to go to the playoffs this year. Yeah, they uh, ended up third in their division with a ten and six record. Well, that's great. Three, th third out of fourth. So, but I'm afraid that people are just a little bit on to them, and it's a tougher schedule this year. So probably a just miss out of the playoffs again. Well, wouldn't that be a disappointing year for you? Yeah, yeah, because it wouldn't, it would be, you know, a step backwards or even the same. Uh, Bill, you're on my face. Hey, uh, Fezzy, you love Ronnie B, right? Absolutely. Okay, well then do this for Ronnie Awesome, okay? All you gotta do is take it for four hours a day and do the show, then you got the rest of the day off. Do it for your buddy. Yes, that's that's a very good idea. Is this it? Is this you faking it? It just sometimes it's I I can't fake it even. What happened? Those jets. I just get very nervous. Hey, Bill, you're on a fuzz. Bill. Lost your pal. Here's a buddy, Mongo. Hey, Mong. Hey, uh, Fez, Frank DeCaro, Frank DeCaro just got married, and he's large and hairy, so don't give up, buddy. There's somebody out there. I don't know if he's hairy, though. i never seen him as a hairy guy. Shave bald in the head. 
So was George Animal Steel. And he was fucking hairy. He liked Turnbuckle. Hey, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, Fez, Pecker, how y'all doing? Oh, come on. We're all great. Hey, I want to let you guys know that they are having a uh, surf contest. The World Tour is right there in your backyard this week at Long Island. They started today. It's what a million-dollar prize purse. Off Long Island? Yeah, on Long Island right now. The Quicksilver Pro, uh, our 10-time world champ, Kelly Slater, made it through his heat in advance today. But you got all the world tour surfers from all over the world uh, sitting out, hanging out on Long Island. Now, is there enough of a surf for them? Yeah, this Hurricane Katia has started to send swell up there today, and it's expected to get uh, about 8 to 10 foot by Thursday or Friday. So We ought to go out there, Pecker. It's Pepper. It's, yeah. The name's not Pecker. I don't get it. Or but what happens if there's not a tropical storm out there? Seems a little hard to schedule. Well, how would you ever know when, how good the surf's going to be anywhere? I mean, even fucking good surf places, you're going to have a fucking nasty surf that day. There's not a lot you can do about it. It's fucking weather. You can't predict that shit. Yeah, you can't predict the weather. Uh, Casper. Hey, guys. Yeah. I think I saw uh, Hard Rock Johnny on TV last night, Ronnie, on the uh, Tuttle's Chopper show there. They got a, a Hard Rock bike, got a guitar on it, and the, the logo, but no pants anywhere on the whole thing. Now, what was he on? Uh, he, got a, he got a bike from the uh, Orange County Choppers. Hard Rock Johnny did? It was a guy named Johnny at the Hard Rock. That's him. On TV there, and, uh, That's but him. there were no pants on the bike anywhere. Well, he, you know, he likes to bring his own pants in. Do, 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 do. Vinny, you're on first. Hey, Ronnie, I happen to catch the Bruce Valanche unmasked. What a great interview, man. That guy has got it all together. He is unbelievable. That He's guy. a real character, Bruce Valanche, and joke machine. Just a fucking gag machine for all these years. And wrote what I consider the biggest moment in TV history, and that was Johnny Carson's uh, Goodbye Show. He wrote the stuff for Bette Midler, which was perfection. Now, of course, Bette had to pull it off too. But um, I don't. I can't think of a bigger moment in TV. Maybe when, maybe the only other moment that was bigger is when Fonzie showed everybody that it was cool to get a library card, and if the Fonz can do it, then the rest of us can do it, and we don't have to fucking feel embarrassed about going to the library. It's a good lesson. It was a huge lesson. And then the next week, he never went to the library again. I just ended it. But that one week was huge. Tim, you're in my face. Uh, Y'all want to call in for the advice show? The advice show. Uh, Fizzy W, there's got to come a point where you just... You get over the body, you're a star, and he's dragging you down. Okay, just just cut him loose. Oh, don't be stupid. Me? Him. I'm stupid. Not Am I you. stupid? Tell me if I'm stupid. You're not stupid. Not like even it. near it. What about Pecker? Is he stupid? The name's Pepper. Pecker's not Pecker. smart. Come on. It's P's, not K's. Um, people writing in, instead of Ichiban... Pecker hips headlines. 
Because it was Pepper Hicks, not Pecker Hicks. Another person writes in, what about corduroy pillow? It's look comfortable. Make lines mm. on your face. Uh, Tom, T-Town, you're in my face. Hey, guys. I uh, was wondering if you caught the doc on Doc Month and HBO called Superheroes. Yeah. What do you think of the alcoholic guy, Master Legend, who sits there slamming the bush lights? And I, I thought that they were all, you know, what I talk about with people refusing to grow up. And just yeah. like when little kids used to pretend they were superheroes, now fucking grown people dress up like superheroes and walk around the... Waiting to call nine one one. Real life vigilantes, right? Uh, it's weird. We we are. There is something where our entire nation is refusing to go through puberty. Paul, Wisconsin. Hey, Ron. Fez, Pecker Dix. How you doing? Fuck. Um, I think uh, Fez should try to live like Pecker for one week. It's Pepper. Well, remember, we had lined it up before, and they were going to flip houses for a week, and it never happened. My, uh, my fucking super would be weirded out. And my name even on, evening on the lease. I don't want to. That's the one thing I have that I can't fuck up. It's very cheap. Then I'm going to start calling over there and start fucking Please threatening your super. Please don't. Then just tell me that your name is Pecker Dix. It's not Pecker Dix. Okay, then I'll be giving him a call. Uh, I don't speak Russian, but uh, whatever I can fucking come up with. He's some fucking obscure Eastern European. I know. <laughs> Every guy is an obscure Eastern European. The fuck? Weird neighborhood. I'm telling you, it's every building. My guy is like some kind of a fucking gypsy fucking king. Weird. Yeah, what are you going to do? Give him gypsy trinkets? The I don't know. White people don't want to fucking fix plumbing. I don't know what happened. It can't be that bad. Free rent. That's my parents' big dreams. Like, oh, I wish we could be a super of a building, which I guess isn't bad, but uh, but these, we're obsessed with not having to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we'll clean the place up, whatever. And we'll work, and then we wouldn't have money to rent. It's like constantly with this. Jesus Christ. Probably <laughs> should get a better job. You really didn't. You weren't all that proud of your parents. Oh, they fucked a lot of things up, but hey, who, who are you going to blame? I'm going to blame them. I guess. I mean, they went and named you Pecker Hicks. First of all, it's Pepper Hicks. Well, no. then how did the name Pecker get hung on you? I have some, some caller. Thought he was playing a little funny joke. Uh, Jay, you're on a Fez. Hey, Fezzy. I, I feel bad for you. Like, your confidence has been shaken. I say ignore the phone number. You're not a zero. Thank you so much. You think your confidence is shaking, Fez? I don't have a lot in the confidence department. Tomorrow, you're driving this fucking semi. You're driving it for four. And I'm going to sit here, hold on to the fucking table, grit every once in a while. It's going to be fucking freaky Wednesdays. You down? Okay. Blow it up. Is this how you're going to be doing it? No, that'll be tomorrow. So today, stay the same. TJ, you're on running Fez. Uh, good morning, Ron. How are you this morning? Yeah. Yeah, I was wanting to say, man, that interview you did with Robert Duvall, I picked it up this weekend. It's just, you do such an amazing job in your interviews. There's a lot of things I learned about oh, him, but I had no idea. It. 
stop it. Now yes. my confidence is getting fucked with. I really don't, I'm not sure if I do good interviews. And I went to Sirius Radio, and I did this show called Unmasked, which is this long interview show that's really like one of the best interview shows I've ever been on, probably the best. I don't like the word like the best or probably. It should have just been the best, but other than that, thank you very much, Ben. And Ben, by the way, un unbelievable during Unmasked. And I think... There's a guy coming in saying some unexpected things and having a way that you relook at life itself. Love the pen teller. Or just the pen, rather. Man teller. I got no problem with teller. I'm a big fan of his. I understand that he's the uh, kind of genius uh, magician. Yeah, with the sleight of hand. He's like an historian. He's all about it. What did you just say there? He's a historian. He's all about it. Go to Unmasked Show on Twitter for the next Unmasked. Kathleen Madigan, nighttime, next Monday. Request tickets. Even those things you lost, Fuzzy. Even the things that you used to love to do, live reads. Tony. Hey, how's it going there, Ron? It's Pecker Lips. Ah, the fuck? Pecker Lips. Bullshit. Pecker Lips. Pecker Lips. Fuck off. Go to hell. Pecker Lips. Suck my cock. It's a really good nickname for you, though. It's Pepper Hicks. Is that not silly enough? Did you say Pepper Lips? Pepper Hicks with an H. That's it for us, guys. Head on over to 202 Friends. Your chance to play for big, big prizes as part of our football league. Don't act like, oh, I'm a pussy man who doesn't understand. There's a ton of the Rana Fez girls that have run it up. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to read off their names of the women we've got to beat. Good. Let them all fucking know. Maybe I need to start to run a Fez guys division. Trying to show the guys can do it. Can I be part of it? No. Fuck. I can't have somebody named Pep Pecker Sticks there. Bullshit. Oh, you know what? Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>